Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I am sitting next to somebody that I am now obsessed with. I mean, I already was, but even more obsessed with Abby Ayers, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, we've been talking for an hour. Before we we started this, like what is happening? Like we did a podcast before all the, the dirty secret you wish, the dirty dirty juice that you wish you all knew, but <laughs> never know. Also, all I want to do is just. <sighs> Why? We've just Why is been... that so tantalizing? We've just been having a good time with these microphones, just. No, no, it makes me sound. So you sound like a radio girl. Yeah, like hi, hi. My name is. Hi. <laughs> My name's Abby, and I like to talk into microphones. Get really loud. I know, it just got super quiet in my headphones. When I put my headphones on, I put them on like this, and I'm like, I can't really hear in my left ear. <laughs> They're like, like Abby. I know. Uh, uh, it's because you're. Are you like <laughs> missing some brain cells? No, we've been having a good time already. I know it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm so glad I got to meet you in real life. I'm so How glad you, and you brought me suckers, lollipops. Are they called suckers or lollipops? I don't know. I pull people all the time, and I I try to say lollipop because I feel like it sounds so much like sucking too hard on my lollipop. Yeah. Oh, love's gonna get you down. Do you know that song? Wow. Wow. Say love. Say love. That's, you're beautiful. Love's gonna get you down. I have never heard this song. You've never heard that song? No. Have you heard that song? What's it? Who's it by again? Sucking too hard on my lollipop. Like, is this like a 1950s song or is this like, no. like a recent? No, it like, okay, lollipop. No, it's like a 2000 song. Lollipop song. Like by. Okay. we. By, I need all the lollipop songs. because By every, Micah. Oh, every time I post about the lollies, I need like a new song. And okay, I have like three. Song. It came out in 2007. Okay, wait, are we going to listen to just a little? Well, is there copyrights? I don't know. Let's oh, see. Okay, okay. After, 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 after. I'll show you. Well. But it's basically sucking too hot on your life. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a it. sucker. Like I was born yeah. and raised calling them suckers. Yeah. I feel like lollipop seems like kind of like promiscuous. Like, I know. Like lollipop. Lick a lollipop. Do you have a lollipop on you? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, no, At all times did. I have you lollipops. So you brought me lollipops. We've we've had a good time so far. But, Shooting the shit. Um, Can we wait? Yeah, we can swear. I say fuck, bitch, shit, oh, all the things. Oh, okay. But like, I won't be that hard. I won't go that hard because okay. you are a Christ-like human. So we're going to keep nice. it. We're going to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, but um, I know so, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I know so much about you now oh because we had like a full hour before, but nobody yeah. else got to hear that. So we need to like do a dumpster deep dive into who Abby Ayers is. Are we doing it right we're now? We're going to do it right now. Today's dumpster deep dive is brought to you by Road to Baby. Did you know that one in eight people in the U.S. alone struggle with infertility and have difficulties growing their family? The team at Road to Baby understand the pain and frustration that can come with infertility, and they are there to help you navigate that often bumpy road to parenthood. Road to Baby is a surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation agency based out of San Diego, California, who connects those in need with surrogates, egg donors, and sperm donors to help them grow their family. Road to Baby believes in fairly compensating those who make these dreams of parenthood come true. 
First-time surrogates working with Road to Baby receive a minimum of $56,000 for their incredible dedication. Egg donors are generously compensated at $10,000 per donation, and sperm donors each earn $5,000 for their first donation. If you've ever considered becoming a surrogate, egg donor, or sperm donor yourself, I encourage you to reach out to Road to Baby. You have the power to change lives and make parenthood dreams come true. And wait, there's more. If egg, surrogacy, or sperm donation isn't for you, but you know someone who might be a perfect fit, you can earn $1,000 in referrals for egg and sperm donors and $6,000 or more per surrogate referral. If you or someone you know is struggling with infertility, remember that you are not alone. The experts at Road to Baby are there to help you navigate this often challenging path to parenthood. Their experience and guidance can make all the difference in your journey. Road to Baby exists to help growing families and creating a life-lasting connection and making dreams a reality. If you're ready to take that first step or just curious to learn more about the process, schedule a free consultation with Road to Baby. Visit www.roadtobaby.com. R-O-A-D-T-O-B-A-B-Y.com. We're doing it right now. Right now. Abby, where are you from? I'm from Park City, Utah. Are you really? I am. See, this is going to be so exciting for me because I don't know any of these answers. Good. Good. I'm so pumped. I feel like I'm boring now because I've done no. a few podcasts. So I'm like, no, 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 just, no, 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 no. This is the only podcast that matters. So like, I, I, really, though. Really, though. So you're from Park City. Yes. How many siblings do you have? There are six of us. Okay. Big yes. Mormon family. Yes. And we're super spread apart. Oh, really? So like, yeah, I'm in the middle. Okay. I have an older brother. So the gap is 24 years between my oldest brother and my youngest sister. So my oldest brother is 43 right now. Wow. And my youngest sister's 19. She is. So like the he love could of be her life. dad easily. And my older sister, who is what, 22 years older, had a baby two weeks after my youngest sister was born. So, she's so my niece okay, and okay. my aunt. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Niece and aunt. Two weeks apart. That's crazy. And they are the cutest little humans on the freaking earth. Wait, how old was your mom when she had the last? 45. 45. How old are you? 37. 37. I'll be okay. 38 in April. Aries. I was like, what is that? Aries for Aries? Aries, yeah, Aries. Abby. There's lots of A's yeah, lots in of my A's. life. My husband's Ammon. Like, yeah. Mm. Assholes. Like, yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Just like what I'm other grateful. A words? Like, okay. <laughs> apples, apples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything amazing that amazing. starts with amazing. 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 Okay, there you go. Amazing. No, like my mind went. <laughs> Any other A word gone? Yeah, gone, gone. 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 Lots of A's in your yeah. life. Yeah. Um. So, you, where are you in the lineup of siblings? So, I'm third. Third. So I split the middle with my brother. My gotcha. Yeah. And Four you, girls, two boys. Are they all in Utah? No. My oldest brother lives in Hawaii on the North Shore. Must be nice. I know. Must be nice. I know. His wife is Katie. She's adorable. They have four kids. Kelly, my next sister. Okay. Nine kids. And she's amazing. Some nine? people have nine kids and it's like, that was a, that, I don't Big know. Mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Her, you're like. You're meant for this. You're unworldly. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you do it so well and are sane? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. That's incredible. I she have a third. 
she should yeah i have a third of that and i'm uh yeah no 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 then it's me okay then my little brother sam little cutie cutie yeah lives here everybody else lives here okay um then emily who's just 11 years younger than i am That's again so another crazy. big split and then my little sister, Sophie, she's serving a mission right now in Singapore. She's adorable. I love her so much. Um, what do they speak in Singapore? Chinese. Well, they actually speak Mandarin and a Malay. Okay. And then there's like another. But she's just, what is she? She's Mandarin speaking. Mandarin. Okay. And she did like, like from kindergarten, she's. Oh, the immersion, immersion program? Yeah, she did Chinese immersion. So she like knew how to read, write, and speak That's Chinese. incredible. When you fill out your like mission application, yeah, do you she was like Chinese. Like, like put me in there. Well, she just was like, it yeah, I know Chinese. And they're like, you're going to. It's probably the hardest language to learn. So anybody who already knows it, they're like, I know. yeah, you're going. And like going. her companions that don't speak it, I'm like, are they like. <laughs> They're just faking it all like, I don't. They're I just like an impersonation. <laughs> Should not be doing yeah, an impersonation. No, but like, like I'm, I'm just like, how yeah. do you do it? I don't no, know. No. I, it's a good thing. She's that, just translating yeah. for them. She's the amazing. Time. She's just amazing. Love I love her so, so much. It sounds like you guys are all pretty close. We're all super close, and gotcha. it's they're my best friends. I love it. How were you guys all raised? Were you raised strictly <clears throat> chill? What was the, what was I the, I think a little mix of both. I honestly think my parents did a really good job. Really? Yeah. That's they're good. Just, you don't hear that a lot. I know. Which is I unfortunate. Feel very blessed. Because I feel our parents really are blessed. trying. Yeah. I'm trying. And the older I get, I'm like, you did really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not going to judge you. Now Same. that I have kids, I'm like, I won't Same. judge. Even though no. I'm going to therapy, I, I won't judge you. No. But I'm definitely going to therapy. Yeah. For sure. No, but my parents, we were just talking about this earlier, actually. Like, they, they fostered experiences for us to meet different people, see different walks of life. Like, I know I grew up in Park City, but like, I didn't, I never was like, oh, I'm rich or oh, I'm this yeah. or oh, I'm like all the stereotypical yeah. things until I went to college and people are like, you're from Park City. And I'm like, what does that mean? Well, Park City, did you know it's the number one most expensive place to live in Utah? Yeah. Like, but I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, Park City's just like Heber. But I think that's like a, but I think that's like, a new thing. I don't think Park City's always been the most expensive. No, I mean in the eighties, absolutely not. It was a mining. Like, yeah. But yeah. But now there's it's, there's been a stereotype there for oh, a minute, and now sure. it's even crazier. Oh, for sure. But yeah, for it's sure. crazy. So, but you definitely but like I only were there were only like twelve of us. Yes, very privileged. There were only twelve Mormon girls in my graduating class. Really? Yeah. So, like, I think there were probably more Jews than Mormons in my graduating class. I maybe yeah. not. I don't know. But yeah. like, pretty you were surrounded mixed, by a lot. Like, not skin. Like, not colored skin. What is that word? Like races? No. Like, not yeah, ethnicities. Like ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna cut that. Out. I'm not the smartest. <laughs> I'm not the sharpest. There wasn't in the different. Box. Colors, yeah. oh, skin tones, <laughs> ethnicity. There weren't a lot of the ethnical we are differences. Really smart people were not they, yeah, a plenty, yeah. But many different viewpoints, many di- like liberals, conservative, like you everything. got them, yeah, everything. And like, I think I experienced Utah like culture shock when I went to college, and I was like, huh, what, like. You don't swear? Yeah. Or like you don't... Drink at parties? What's going on? (laughs) 
<laughs> Abby's no, getting but like, up. Just like, I don't know. No, or like you different. judge somebody for doing something differently than you. Yeah. Like that's. No, Park City is its weird. own little bubble. Yeah, it's its, it's own little bubble. It's not like Utah. Which I'm grateful that I had. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's. People are like, oh, you're from Utah. And I'm like, kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's different. <laughs> well, then you're I'm like, from Park City. From. And every single person's like, oh, okay. Oh, so yes. not you. So you're chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. So you're no, cool. I loved it. I We grew up hiking a ton in the mountains, skiing, ski out. I mean, I feel like it was just a magical Magical, magical childhood i feel really blessed yeah what did your dad do that's so funny i didn't know him my whole life and yeah. then he's been a, he's an entrepreneur okay so he just he like he started and things yeah ogo did you know the yes. bad company oh yeah. yeah and pmd started pmd does he did he sell them or does he yep. still okay yep. that's but incredible. he was he was a land developer like okay. that's what he did but then he always had his hands in all the things all and the things. all of us are little entrepreneurs and we were raised like that it yeah. was like go do whatever you want to do yeah. and all of our spouses are like okay let's simmer down now like <laughs> take a breath <laughs> I'm the gas you're the brakes <laughs> Ammon's like okay Abby hold on like one thing a day yeah and yeah. I'm like 500 things a day you're like I'm on a roll let's but all of go. us are, like all of us are just like what there's nothing we it. can't do but you went to college yeah did your dad go to college yeah yeah okay so we all graduated like all of my family graduated in communications where'd you go i went to utah state and okay. i actually graduated in liberal arts and sciences okay so i mean so you're prestigious. even worse yeah <laughs> even lower so you're you're like yeah better than mm. better than everyone oh yeah like I just got to take the classes I wanted. <laughs> no, like, yeah. Philosophy? Yes. Math? No. Math? N- absolutely not. No. 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 College of Humanities? Sounds yes. good. Art? Yes. Love. Science? That- mm. no. What What jobs usually go with that degree? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> usually you go to like, you get a master's. Oh. In something else. Okay. Depending, like, it's all the humanities, so like, English history. Could you be a teacher with that degree? Yeah, yeah, a teacher, okay. a professor. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Is that where you met Ammon? No. Where'd you meet Ammon? We were both river guides up in Jackson Hole. Okay. Okay, so the river. you so you graduated college and decided to move to Jackson Hole. No, I'll tell you the story okay, really let's fast. Hear it. No, give I me. feel like I tell this story all the time, and it's Boresville, but it's okay. cool. Okay, it's okay, actually it's a cool, cool story. I went on a mission. I have never heard the story. So okay. I'm okay. Great. Okay. So you went so on a mission. Went on a mission. Loved it. Where'd you serve? I served in Argentina. Oh, Portuguese. No, Spanish. Spanish. But yes. Fuck! I thought I knew it's something. It's okay. Hola. So, <laughs> hola. Como anda? Okay. My mom's from Uruguay, so I should know oh. Spanish. Oh. I know none. I know none. Okay. But my well, husband knows Spanish. He served in Honduras. Okay, that's amazing. Just a little side note. Okay, little continue side note. with your story. So I went to Argentina, served my mission, and then I got home, and I had a, like a semester and a half left, so I went to Utah State. Yeah. It was so weird going back to college after coming yeah. home. And like, it's different now, obviously, because the age changed. Because yeah, you would have been 21. I Well, I was 21 when I left, left. and almost 23 when I got home. You're an old lady. I know. Like, and I was like, this is weird. Like, did you always want to go on a mission or was it like, I'm no. not married yet. Let's go. No. It's funny. Cause my sister Kelly that has eight, yeah. ki- like nine kids, she was like, I want to go on a mission. I want to wait till I get married. I want to like go like do the stuff, travel around yeah. the world and do this. And I'm like, I want to get married. I want to have kids like right off the bat. I want to make bread. And we, yeah, I just want to live 
like a hobbit. Yeah. And don't bug me. Yeah. And our, like, it was exact opposite. She got married right off the bat, started popping babies out. I didn't get married till 24, didn't have kids till 29, like eight. So old. <laughs> so old. So old. But just like not, not normal typical in Utah and yeah. not what I wanted. And she didn't. And like, it's just funny because we switched. Totally anyway, switched. They usually happens, back to, yeah, doesn't it? It's and so it's weird. For the, and I look back and I'm like, I am If you would have so told glad. my friends in high school I was the first one to so get married, <laughs> they would have been like, no, not a chance. Yeah. First one. I'm so glad. I lived in like almost every continent. I traveled the world. I got to do so much fun stuff. Like you've lived. It's I've lived. One Republic, the song. Yes. I lived. Yeah. That's your life. It's true. Yeah. So then after going to one semester, um, one of my friends was her her and her husband lived up in Jackson Hole for the yeah. summers, river rafting, and they were like, Come up here and like work with us. And there's a ton of hot guys, like and I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. So I like I actually moved up there to do the marketing. Okay. It's just easier to be like, we were river guides in Jackson Hole. Yeah. But the truth is I went up there to market for yeah, the Whitewater on, Company. You were on the rafts. Yeah. But Ammon, he was. He knows how to get He was dirty. actually a canoe guide at first. And uh. then the next year we went back married. So so we go up there. We meet. So fun. Summer loving. Oh, had yeah. me a blast. We actually <laughs> didn't start dating until after the summer. He's two years younger than me. So he had just okay. gotten off his mission. You're a cougar. I had gotten off mine. Yeah little fun and like yeah. i went up there with like on a i had a crush on another guy up there so my sights were not on ammon and it like yeah. slowly switched over the summer and to is, break someone's heart <laughs> ammon was like the best thing that ever happened ammon is the best thing that's ever happened to me oh i love yeah, that easily when anyway. did you know like when when were you like okay i'm dumping this guy and I'm well with ammon. the guy i we can, we, we can call him John Doe. John Doe was not the guy I thought he was. Oh, like he one was, of those. Yeah. Just the way, you know? Yeah. Great guy, but just like not. Not it. Not it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Very handsome. Thank you, Ammon. For, yeah. Thank you, Ammon. For saving Abby. Yeah. For real. And Ammon's brother was up there and his wife, who I love. And I watched how his brother treated his wife and like how nice he was to her and yeah. I was like he was raised right like I want that I want that for sure yeah and then I was like I mean what I want I get <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> little flick of the wrist I know a little flick of the hair I get it bend and snap <laughs> what I want I get it <laughs> so yeah, yeah it was it, and it was great and I think honestly there were multiple times throughout the process where it was like, I was praying so hard the yeah. whole time. Cause like marriage to me is like so important. And yeah. it, like, remember I was like, I want to get married yeah. and I want to live like a hobbit. Like are I your parents be still married? Care of. Yeah. So they're probably a great example to you. And his parents too. are still married. And I feel like that is rare. It's very rare. My parents are still married too. The same with my husband's. I'm like, wow. It's like lucky. You beat the statistics. I Good know. Job. It's amazing. And they went through sh- a lot. Yeah. Marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. I work. don't know what marriage doesn't go through it, but like I'm learning. Yeah. I'm Actually, learning. It's a choice. It's absolutely a it's choice. It's a choice. And I said this on an episode with Brandon Armstrong because I just said marriage is hard. It's not hard. Life is hard. You life is hard. You need to find somebody who can do hard life with you. But marriage is work. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay, basically Gandhi. Dr. Phil. No. Or Gandhi. <laughs> Both are ugly as hell. I know, but I really like- <laughs> 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 in a gas. 
gosh. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, it's fine. I can't even handle it. But yeah, yeah, like, it's like, dude, what is life going to throw at us? And are we going to stick through it together? Or just like, just be ripped apart? Yeah. So you, you guys chose each other. Yeah. And we keep doing it every day. Every day. It's hard sometimes too. When you're like, no. Yeah, no. So you guys did the river rafting thing together. Did the river rafting. Then we got married that next March got married in the Salt Lake Temple. Yes, I saw a picture. Yes. I got married there too. Love M- the prettiest temple. Love and it. And now it's I know. Like when, when is, is it going to open when? again? That was my question to you. I really want it because I I would think you I, would know. I don't think I'll have a temple recommend ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely want to go through the open house. Yeah, you. So I, I do soon too. As it like you can I get a go. VIP? Can they do like an influence event? Yeah. How do we get I on that list? See it. I I have some friends. We can yeah. Talk. See if you can like get me get me in there. Yeah. So yeah, that's I don't know when, but I went to the Salt Lake Temple, um, and then we moved up to Jackson Hole again and really? lived in the tents again as lived? newlyweds. Oh yeah, on a ten by ten cement slab. Where'd you poop? There was like like a like a hole in the. <laughs> In the ground. <laughs> You're going to... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Every night before bed. So it's like a structure. You know, it's like a just a box structure. Yeah. It's like, you know, literally, if you draw a house on a piece of paper, that's what, that's it, what it looks like. like. Yeah. And I would hold onto the pole and stick my butt out the, like, flap and just pee every night right next to our tent. And by the end of summer, everyone's like... It smells so much like pee. And I'm like, I'm not changing that. I'm not going. Like, there's like a bathhouse. Like, like, it's too far. A half a mile away. I have to I'm piss. not waking up in the middle of the night and no. not peeing outside the flap of my Also, tent. peas protect you from bears. <laughs> you are saving the camp. I'm saving all of you. All of you all. So yeah, I go we down to the bathhouse. And there was only like maybe 10 girls there yeah. and like 500 men. And it's a scout camp. Anyway, those bathrooms were disgusting, terrifying. Ew. And it's like the toilet and the shower in the same stall, and you just kind of do your thing, you know? Oh, d- oh, oh. <laughs> no. no. Honestly, I'd wake no. up and put a hat on and be like, okay, I'm ready for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no deodorant, we're like, good. Hey, honey, aren't you glad you married? <laughs> no, you guys were going to make it. Like, if you oh, made it through that, if we can live in a tent together. Yeah, you're making it through life. First year of marriage, yeah. Easy. Oh, and Easy. we like brought a we brought a bed up there, which almost like a mattress. Yeah, like full on mattress. Put it on, um, like cement blocks or okay, like cinder yeah. blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just we had sex on. Oh, it. we had so much <laughs> sex on that. And like it, I can't believe we didn't break the bed. <gasps> right? Oh We're having sex God. multiple times a day oh in a gosh. tent multiple in a scout camp, day? right next to the freaking bus drivers. Good for you guys. I know. Have you kept that stamina up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tell no. me who has so I can interview them. No, I have the same question. Who? I don't know. Anybody yet that you've Okay, I've had people come on who haven't been married longer than three years who are like, I need to do it every day. And I'm like, still? What? After three years? You yeah. Still? I don't, I don't get it. Who? Who are these people? I don't think they want to stay in. Actually, maybe not because like they're proud of themselves. I would be. I, I are. I I'd put it on a billboard. I would put it on my forehead. You could make so much money like sharing those secrets. No, but I feel like it's something you're just like born with. Maybe you're just like the horniest. <laughs> maybe you're thing. born with it. <laughs> maybe. Sh- 
Some people are born with maybe depression. It's maybe Some people are born with very high sex drives. Some people are depressed. Some, some people, people are horny. <laughs> some people are born without limbs. And some people are born very with, horny. Some people are born it's with the really luck long of the limbs. If you know what I mean. <laughs> There's going to be so many good clips oh for this podcast. I won't be able to choose. Oh, but good. some might not be appropriate for TikTok. Yeah. Um, we railed that bed yeah, and no. threw it away at the end of the summer. Uh, it was yeah, just... you better have. That thing was probably nasty. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm not wiping after I'm peeing outside the tent. No, or, okay, no. wow. Like, it's it gross. Was blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and <laughs> tears, and semen. <laughs> Is that the name of the podcast? Blood, sweat, and tears, and semen with yeah. Abby Ayers. Oh my gosh, it's true. <laughs> Looking oh back at gosh. that camp, oh my, oh gosh. my gosh, wow! And did we it- took the kids back there like two summers ago, <laughs> this and is we're where- like, "This is the place." This is- <laughs> <laughs> we took pictures. <laughs> Go sit right there. Go sit right there. That's where me and mom did that we thing. We literally took pictures. We're like, this is our tent place. Oh and they're gosh. like, this is where you lived. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Where did you live after that, though? We like, moved what? in just like a salt. Oh, so, okay. So then I was like, I had like three credits left. Okay. And like that week. So it was the very last week of summer when Ammon and I started, like when he held my hand and kissed me. Wow. Sexual tension was building up. I didn't. My first kiss was at twenty one, Abby. Like a month before I went on, like a week before I went on a mission, and then I made out the entire week. Oh, I thought you were saying the entire mission. No, <laughs> the entire week. And like I get into the MDC and I'm like, should I tell the mission president about this? Like, we didn't do anything but make out, Just but make we out. full on made out for days. Love it in a bed. Oh my god, dirty. <laughs> We literally just made out though. But like, good for you. You were twenty. Close on. You you could buy alcohol. You can make out. I I waited. You waited? No, I. (laughs) I that was not my choice. I wish I would have been kissing her. But like, yeah. But the floodgates opened, and you were like, okay. And I was like, holy. You're like, I have a week. I got a week. We need to make this worth it. And then literally, I woke up and went on a mission, and I was like, okay. In high school, did you just not talk to boys? No, I did. I just you never that's went another in for story. It? Okay, another story for a different day. Another anyway, different okay, okay, just the wrong kind of guys, you know. Yeah, the Park City guys, literally. Lax bros. Sorry, barf. No skis. No, no bark yeah, bros. Very cute, but just Stinky. not. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, no, it just didn't didn't no, work out. Didn't really work fine. out, and I'm okay. Like it was fine. Even yeah. college, like it was just I don't know. Yeah. And then it got to a point where I was like, I'm lesbian? Am I? <laughs> no. But it just, it was like, we, it was just like, okay, like, whatever. I don't know. This I guess I just don't now. know how to. Yeah. This I was like, I don't I'll know. Never kiss anybody I ever. guess I literally don't know how to like deal with the X, X chromosome. Is that what men have? No, XY. XY. Because I don't know how have to. XX. XX. Yeah. And then. Um, I don't know how to deal with that. I guess I'm just not. This actually plays into a lot of like self-esteem, right? Where it's like, am I not? Something wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously. Like that's how you feel. You're like. Yeah. And then I had to get to a point where I'm like, screw that. 
I'm hot. Whatever. I get what I want. Whatever the hell is that thinking? Like, I just had to be like, I like who I am. And that was before mission? Yeah. 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 Well before the mission. And then I was terrified. Like, it's kind of scary going on a mission at 21 because you already feel like an old maid. And then you're like, then when I get home, I'm going to be 23. An even older maid. Yeah, everyone's going to be married with three babies. Yeah. Anyway, so then... We're making out like crazy. So anyway, end of the summer, Ammon holds my hand. It was, so he was the only, the second guy I kissed ever. And That's he, precious. He held my hand and then he kissed me the next night. And it over. was, it was game over. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that night that I'd marry him, but that night, Something like deep, deep within both of our souls, and we talk about it all the time. We, we, I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna marry him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something deep within our souls, like connected. It was twin flames. Yeah, yeah. It really did. Yeah. And he would say the same thing. Like it was so spiritual and like intimate. I don't even know how to explain. Were you his? He was walking. No, he was walking me to my tent when this like. Feeling, yeah. yeah, we weren't like we were just walking. holding hands yeah. and walking, and it you was like making out. We had just made out, right? But then it was past. It was that past point. that point, and it was yeah. like, oh my gosh, who is this man? I must marry him. Yeah, and then we went on a trip together, just us two. <laughs> Before <laughs> marriage, yeah. Wow, we went to um, Oregon. Where okay. he served his mission. Okay, boring. He was like, I want to take you to my You're mission. Like, and I was same, like, same, Argentina, let's go. I know, like, let's go, which we haven't yet. You haven't? No. Oh, you have to this year. No, I know. This year. Dude. Make it happen. Oh my gosh. I'm putting it on your bucket list. Look at me. You need to. I'm already excited. No, you're going. Okay. You're going. <laughs> you're going. Anyway, so we go to Oregon and I we're, we had this awesome whole trip. And the whole trip we were like, we can't kiss because... It'll escalate. This, yeah, it'll escalate. So we did like a no physical touch. I mean, we like... No contact. Yeah, no contact um, until the drive home. It was lovely. But yeah. <laughs> when we were driving around, um, there was a sign that said, wake up with the king. It was a Burger King ad. Oh, yeah, okay. With the king, you know, yeah, the yeah, Burger yeah, King. Yeah, And I like... place. I literally was like, oh my gosh, Ammon's the one. <laughs> It's a sign. It's a literal <laughs> sign. <laughs> so basically, I don't even know. Burger King should have been served at your wedding. I, it sh- honestly should have been like missed like, literally wake up missed with the king, and I was like, done, Ammon. Wake up I'm with yours. the king. I'm waking up with I'm the king. Dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I need to find that. I need to find the banner that says "Wake up with the king." That's incredible. That's incredible. It was a sign. And then I just kept, I, I, I was praying like, Heavenly Father, is he the one? Yeah. And it was always like. Also, I love that you keep petting the chair. I know. It's velvet. What else do you want me to do with it? So, so, (laughs) so. Hi. Hey. Um, yeah, like I was, I always was just like, is he the one? Is he right? And I never got a yes or a no. And I was so scared to marry somebody. My biggest fear was marrying somebody and then waking up the next morning and being like, what I, I just made the worst decision of my life. That was that was my biggest fear. Yeah. Literally. That. And so, um, yeah, I just kept being like, is he the one? Is he the one? And I never got a yes or a no. 
but I, I just was like, well, I'm going to keep going down yeah. this road. I'm just going to keep going and just like make the decision myself then. And I remember waking up the morning after I saw the sign was no longer a virgin. Oh yeah. 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 We're after fast my forwarding. marriage, we're fast forwarding the okay. day I got married. Yes. Woke up the next day. And I just got the biggest, like, you made the best choice, Abby. I'm so proud of you. And I was like, yes, I did it. Yeah. He's the right one. Yeah, you had to choose for yourself. Yeah, it was good. It sounds like you get, like, really good answers from your prayers. Because before we were talking, we were talking about prayers. It's big. It's big for me. Spirituality seems like it's very huge for you. It wasn't always this way. Really? Well, I've I've been through different. I mean, all of us. This is like, why is spirituality such a like sensitive subject for people? Because we are spiritual beings. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We are. Whether you like believe that or not, like when yeah. you die, you no longer have something. Your personality. What is that thing? Everything. Yeah. What is that? It's, a spirit. it's your spirit. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but like, yeah. prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they just kill you. <laughs> yeah. Done. And then it's gone. So like, yeah, there's something. Right. And like. Yeah, that's a part of us as humans. And like tapping into that is sacred. It's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. It's sacred. It's amazing. It's incredible. And like, why are you not using that? Why are you not like recognizing who you are? Yeah. Why aren't you tapping into that? Why are you, why is everybody like turning that off or turn, tuning that down? Yeah. And I think there's been a huge awakening to that. I think so too. Like, I think our generation is way more into that, way more accepting of that, way more like the vibrations, the the feelings. Like, do you know that our auras, I just recently learned this, our auras actually, like our magnetic aura that our heart creates, it's an energetic field based on our heartbeat, protrudes like five feet around us at all times. It's like a scientific fact. So our auras are touching right now. That's why like when people are talking about the vibes. Yeah. Like literally my aura is touching your aura. And I have good vibes right now. I don't know about you. I'm like going to fly away right now. Like I'm, I feel so good. I feel so good. We're in the right spot talking about the right thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we are not high. We are we're not on shrooms. We are completely We're completely here. sober. Yeah. No, like total. I am so into all of that so much yeah because holy ghost yeah heavenly father jesus like why not why not use those tools because yeah it it definitely you've had some which we'll talk about like your life went viral it just yeah blew up one day crazy and you felt this the way you're going is this the way you want this podcast to go like that, like is this happening? conversation? Yeah, like is this good? Yeah, we can. Oh yeah, are are we doing it right? Oh, we're doing everything right. <laughs> There's no right or wrong way to okay. do it. To sometimes, eat a, sometimes we skip what is over that? questions. There's sometimes no wrong way don't. to eat a Reese's. There's no wrong way to do a podcast. So do one. Okay, just do it already, Abby. Start I a know. podcast. I know it's Start coming. It's coming. Um. Okay. So yeah, let's kind of talk about the blow up of social media for you because I found you when you got your haircut yes and i thought you already had a following before then and you told me before this you had 600 followers so i had 600 followers ish when i like 
when I joined Instagram and like yeah. whatever. And then Layla Palmer, this amazing cutie from Alabama. Alabama. She shared me like a year before Carol, the whole Carol thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that I had like 600 people follow me from that. What did she share? What did she, she share? I have no, I, it was just me. So I like love Instagram stories. Yeah. Like I didn't, okay. I did not realize that people followed people that they didn't know on Instagram. You didn't get that. No. The influencer thing. No. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, wait, people follow people they don't know. Like, that's like, creepy. Why are you following that's them? Weird. You don't know them. Yeah, like why are you why? Yeah. But like why? Why? Anyway, so I but I loved Instagram stories when they came out. And so I would like I just like started storying. Which I storying. thought like sorfi- like selfies were super like ick and yeah, yeah. just not good. And then I like started storying and I'm like, this is really weird, but like I like it. Like, yeah. I'm a mom. I have small kids. Yeah. We just hang out all day. Like, Ammon works. Yeah. And, like, what's up? Like, let's talk. And when I started doing stories, like, my cousins would comment, my sisters, and everybody, like, knew what I was up to. Yeah, and I was like, this is such a good way to connect. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why isn't everybody doing this? Yeah. Because it's awkward. Because <laughs> it's weird to talk to yourself. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird for probably a week. And then I was like, I'm over it. Yeah. It's too fun. It's fun. It's too fun for me. And I'm. I like showing the crazy stuff. Yeah. I love when Helen literally has a blowout and it is all over the bathroom. I'm showing that on my story. Because how old were your three kiddos when you started Instagram? Like Aspen was in kindergarten. So she was five. Taggart was four. Helen was two. Okay. That's like. You were in like the thick of. You're like. You're like where I am right now. Yeah. Thick of it. Yeah. And I didn't leave the house, maybe to go to church and to go grocery <laughs> Just the basics. I was living my Hobbit life. Yeah. But like not in a good way. You were, were like, you I mentally I was mentally that? just like, it like, in, it like, it helped me like, I was like narrating my life. Yeah. <laughs> Romanticizing your life. It was, and it still is. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I don't know how people, I don't know how creators or influencers have the stamina unless it's like it's it can't just be the money no you have to like it yeah or i mean i guess you can do it but like it wouldn't be as authentic if it's but also just like i don't know i don't know i guess everybody does it differently but like for me personally and how i do it like it is literally me just documenting my life for me and i always think like if my kids die they have years of like archived. If saves. your kids die, or I'm sorry, if, you if die, I die, like wow, we're getting so, so sorry. Dark. If I die, okay, this is like my journal for my yeah. kids. Go to any day in the last four years, and they can see, and you can see what we did, and like hang out and yeah. do things. You know? No, I love it. Like it's for me. It's it's for me more than anybody else, and I don't post for other people. Like it's for me. It's for you. So I was like in it. I was posting daily in stories anyway. Yeah. And then like I got a haircut that I didn't love. Right. Or a little reset. The, the cut, Carol cut. The Carol cut. Cutting off all the bleach And I got ends. in my car and I was like, what the fuck? And I just had like my, it was my like authentic reaction to yeah. getting a really bad haircut. Yeah. And I think it went viral because everybody's been in that spot. Everyone. Well, I think people who haven't, like I've, ne- I've had a bad haircut, but not to my earlobes. Like I... <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's my worst nightmare. Like that is yeah. my worst nightmare. So even people who didn't have it's that, like, like no. it's like triggering for them. They're like, and it wasn't oh my even. Gosh. It's not literally. It wasn't even that bad of a haircut. It was just that I didn't vibe with it. It wasn't and it was your like look. I. Okay, this is who I am now. Yeah, this is your personality. This is this is me. Yeah, I'm Carol. I'm a 75 year old woman, grandma. Yeah, put the curlers in. You know. Here we go. Let's do it. And my kids, they're like, make it long again. I know. I watched Helen, them videos over Make over it again. long again. I'm like, yeah, sorry, honey. No, mommy can't afford mommy extensions. Can't. <laughs> People ask me all the time, why didn't you go get extensions? I'm like, like, is there $1,000? No. Well, I probably would have, honestly. Like, I need I, just like, but I didn't. Yeah, anyway. It's a good thing I didn't. I'm proud. I embraced yeah. that. And it was like, this is who I am now. And here we go. And it's funny because like when I went viral i didn't know what that meant like i yeah. i didn't know so when layla sh- shared me and yeah. 600 people that i didn't know followed me it was kind of weird because i was like why are you why are you sticking around yeah. like why are you here but like i didn't really think anything of it like whatever i don't know you're like this is fun yeah i was like okay you like that yeah. too and you cool. like that my daughter just threw up all over yeah. the place and that i just like threw my bra out the back and i don't know <laughs> Just showing real life. Yeah, just showing real life and just having fun. And anyway, um, so that so I knew people that didn't know who I was liked to follow me. So yeah. I was like, okay, great. Like I'll be a bright spot in somebody's day. I'll be relatable. So when I went viral, a lot of people started following me. I I think I got I hit ten thousand followers like a month after the Carol cut. So it wasn't like super quick. skyrocketing yeah. crazy, but it definitely made me start trending. So that like more and more people viewed yeah. my account. And there was not like analytics back then. Yeah, no, it was completely different. It was just kind of so like. So it's 2019? Yeah, yeah. 2019. And people, but like people followed you because that one story, but then people continued following. Well, yeah, then people stuck around and I was like, why are you here? And you're like, what's up? Because you're funny as fuck. <laughs> anyway, I was just time, kind Abby. of like, wow, guys. So then I was like, what, what the freak do I? about now yeah like what do you do now and i pray again i prayed i was like heavenly father like what am i doing do i just like get off yeah this is too much for me what well do yeah I do? it is yeah it's overwhelming yeah it's very like everyone's like oh i want to go viral i'm like do ya? do you know what comes with that oh a lot a lot a lot comes with that did you get a lot of hate off right off the bat or was it no. mostly positivity oh, stuff all positive. positive i mean there were some that were like super rude and i was like whoa that person's that person needs mean. jesus <laughs> that person needs to tap into their spiritual <laughs> what aura do you have black black I don't scary know. dark evil it was aura. weird it was weird yeah I, I mean yeah i guess i got some hate and it was weird and hard and you take it personally and like Nobody sat down and was like, let me teach you the ways. Yeah. Because it's the Wild West. It still is. Like, oh, yeah. Everybody does it differently. It's not regulated. It's not regulated. Nobody knows what the freak they're doing. Nobody knows, like, anything. Anything. And I learned, I was, like, searching for somebody to come and, like, help me and talk me through this. And I met so many influencers. And yeah, I wanted you have to so, collab with now them. you have so many influencers. Oh, and friends. I love, well, because I'm like, can we freaking talk? Yeah. Because I don't have anybody else to talk to. Yeah. Like nobody relates to me except for you guys. Yeah. So now you're a part of my community. Yeah, you're my You're peers. my peers. So like when you go into business and law school, like you get to meet all your peers and you talk through things and it's hard and it's like. You're in it together. Yeah. 
show me how you do that as a creator. It's yeah. really lonely and it's hard and it's like, well, what do you do about this? It's very competitive. It's very cutthroat. And it's, I think there's a lot of um, like scarcity mentality where it's oh, like, yes. if my follower follows you and me, they're going to buy from you and I don't want to share this and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, yep. Weird. Yep. It's weird. Yep. But there's a lot of people that are like, I want to grow with you. And yeah. when you win, I win and let's figure it out together. And yeah. how do you make money? Yeah. Like I had no idea how to make money on Instagram. Right. And a lot of creators that go viral now, they do grow so fast, but they're making no money and they have yeah, they no, idea how, no idea how. No idea. And I'm like, come to me i will i will i am an open book and i will teach you because did you work prior yes. to influencing what were you doing so i had two jobs okay i worked for engage now africa which is a nonprofit, and okay. i was in charge of their social media marketing and then i worked so for you my, were in charge of social media marketing yeah but you did it i've been a marketer for okay a long time but you never were doing your own social media stuff it was just no it was like i could see business like it was for business okay. and for it was for a nonprofit. Profit. so it was like how do we raise money yeah. how do we raise awareness i knew facebook facebook was way bigger back way bigger. then way bigger. and um you know just that kind of and, stuff and it was about that same time that i was like starting instagram stories gotcha gotcha um and then i also did marketing for and remember i was a marketer for the Teton Whitewater yes. up in Jackson yes, Hole. Like I've done marketing forever, literally forever. Um, and then my second job was I was the director of D2D Con, which is a huge door-to-door -door yes. sales. Yeah, it's yes. a huge convention for door-to-door -door sales that my little brother Sam created and started. That's incredible. So he was like, Abby, will you help me put this on? And I was like, are you going to pay me? And he was like, yes. And I was like, done. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Jinx. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, what yeah. is Ammon? What was Ammon doing at the time? Ammon, um, he was working for Serve Pro. It's like a okay. disaster relief. Is he cleanup. still doing that? No. No. Okay. No. Was he actually cleaning the stuff? Um, so he would go in and like mitigate. So like if you had a flood down here, yeah. he'd like stop the flooding and then he would clean based on like what you wanted. Yeah. But he was kind of the liaison between the insurance. And the cleaning crew and the client. Gotcha. So, and he did a lot of like reconstruction bids and a lot of, so yeah, he, he did all of it. It was great. It was great. But then once you start influencing and you did start making money. Well, I was like, I can't, I don't think a lot of people realize like how much actually goes into influencing yeah. and, and just content this creation world. This world. Yeah. They have until you actually do it. It's 24-7. It is. The benefits are great, though. Like, the money, those things. The benefits are great. Well, when you know how. I exactly. wasn't making exactly. any money. Yeah. And I was like, I am neglecting my family. I am answering DMs 12 hours a day. Yeah. I am rag... Like, I am, like... I'm, I'm so worried about losing followers or not, like, posting or creating or sharing... That like I have to come up with new stuff. And I started like analyzing it and it, it was like. You become obsessive. Oh, yeah. You go on a wild trip. And like I think I always stayed authentic. Yeah. But lots of fear. Lots of like what if I say something wrong? A lot of people get canceled. A lot of people get this. It could all go away tomorrow. Instagram could be obsolete. Like there's yeah. so many issues and problems. And, and you could like you say the wrong thing and it's like. 
everybody jumps on you and yeah. it's just it's hard when negative and and it's hard when it like comes out of nowhere yeah like when you say something and you're talking about a specific thing and yeah. you expect hate and like people to disagree with you you're expecting that yeah you're like okay but when it comes come. out of nowhere you're like i, I am wasn't expecting this i i am terrible yeah like i i should not i should jump off a cliff yeah 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 anyway so uh there was definitely a learning curve and and i think okay so like first it was just fun and games and all the crazy stuff and it was just fun and yeah i was growing and all the things and then um then it was kind of like i i can't keep doing this without getting paid yeah but then it's like how how do you monetize and again nobody's sitting there being like this is how you monetize yep this is a totally new space even for bloggers who like yeah. like they didn't know how to monetize in instagram there was no swipe up yeah no and so well i guess there was there actually now there's no swipe up now it's yeah click now it's link, a click but but like nobody like sat you down and was like this is a hit yeah this is an amazon affiliate oh so many people were like well don't you have like to know it and i'm like what is that not a clue yeah remember how i don't follow influencers yeah you're like i don't know anything remember how i went to a party of like full-blown influencers and shay mcgee sitting by herself at a freaking table and i'm like oh she's sitting alone so i like go talk to her and i'm like who are you oh my gosh like oh my gosh and then i'm like just the coolest person ever oh she was amazing she's She's like like, i'm shay who are you and i was like i'm abby and then later you go look her up and you're like please come do my whole house oh oh it was so i was like shay i am i will never live that one down i'm so sorry you're like amazing i'm just an idiot i don't know anything i don't know how i got no shay is one of the most lovely people i've ever met she seems lovely shay come on the pod i'm obsessed yeah shay the show their netflix show i binge it in two seconds I like, I didn't find out for like a year later. No, it was. <laughs> I'm telling you. You said that to her and then a year later you figure it out. Yeah. And then a year later I went to the, I went to Cake by Courtney's book signing and I was like, and she was there and I'm like, Shay, do you hate me? I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, it, who cares? Like, it doesn't oh matter. Gosh, you know, that's so funny. She's a real, per- like, she's real. Yeah. You know. there was no ego at all oh that i love that and she was like i don't care like no like who cares i love that she was so so sweet i know i i really really like her she's cute so you start monetizing so i so then i was like so i started doing affiliate work because that's like no no one's gonna take you on as unless you have a hundred thousand followers period no no talent agency is messing around i'm sure it's different now no okay well unless you have a hundred thousand like it's off the table. So yeah. then I'm like, okay, like what affiliate? So I, you know, I started doing affiliate work and it was like, whoa, like I can recommend something and people will go buy it. And that is a power. I'm going to say this. I did not understand that power. I do now. And yeah. I am way more picky, way more honest. Yeah. Because then there's the fear of like, okay, I'm selling a lot of this and I, I should sell more and people like, well, that's another thing. If people like it and buy, yeah, then that's obviously a win-win. Yeah, it's right? a good product. And I I never was like, I hate this product, but I'm going to share it anyway. Never. It was but like, there were uh, some things where I'm like, I mean, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try this. And I mean, it's fine. 
Now I'm like, if it is not a 10 out of 10. I'm not recommending. I'm not. Yeah. No. 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 And even with paid, I I was offered a very large paid ad. So then I hit 100,000. I got an agent. They started giving me paid ads. Amazing. Again, you go through that cycle of like, oh, that's such a good offer. Do I like. Do I pass this up? Do I take yeah. it? Yeah. Like- yeah. It's hard. Well, I mean, there was one that was really big. It was a weight loss company. But it was like, I, I, you're not going to make a liar out of me. What, what was it wanting you to say? Well, it was a weight loss, like, it was a full-blown weight loss program. And I'm like, I don't believe in that. Like, I'm, not I'm so that. sorry. I will never do that. Will you? Do- and their offer was crazy. Multiple, yeah, like. Do you consider yourself like a body positive person? Like, Absolutely. Because you, you seem very confident in who Which you are. Which is really funny. I think a lot of people like look at me like that, but I, I never talk about it. Yeah. I just live it. Yeah. And that's it. And everyone's like, well, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, just be nice to yourself for heaven's yeah. sakes. Just stop caring what other people think and just. Do you think it helps start small. too that you surround yourself with people that love you for your personality and it's yeah. not like who, what you look like on the outside like they know you deep down they know who you are yeah I, that helps for sure because but I don't think that you can honestly it starts with you oh, I don't think totally you can does. honestly love your yourself even if other people love you so much no for sure you can still hate yourself so it's like how do you get to a point where it's like I I don't want to live this way anymore. Yeah. And I want to live a different way. Because it's a choice. I mean, it's, I, a choice. it's a choice. And I know that there's ups and downs and your body's going to change and all the things. But you have, it's just like marriage. Like you have to choose how you want to treat yourself. Mentally, no, spiritually, emotionally. And get help. Yeah. Go to therapy. Go try different things. Try exercise. Does, if exercise doesn't work, don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. Find something else and don't feel guilty about it. Cause I, there's like, cause I feel like a lot of influencers when they have like these followings and people love them for the way they look, they feel this need to keep that look. Exactly. Look that way. How do they do it? Like that's exhausting. And so I, I feel like it's unrealistic. It's so unrealistic. So I feel like it's so nice that you started as you and like with people who recognize you for you and there's no facade, there's no look that you have to portray or I'm be. still just like I, I hope I'm giving you something because <laughs> I'm doing just my me. thing over here I'm just being me yeah no I I feel very very grateful that this gift has been given to me yeah and I don't the longer that this goes on the more I'm like this is this is, it's powerful. Yeah. And it, it's scary and it's a big responsibility. And I, I take it super seriously. Like, and I appreciate that and I love that. And that's why I will continue to be vulnerable and I will continue to just show up as me. Which is why people love you. Right. But the minute that it's like, this doesn't feel right or like I'm not, showing up right the minute that I like start feeling that I'm like yeah well because are you the main provider now with influencing 
So when did Ammon like quit his job? Mm, probably, I think it was in 2021. Okay. So you could, can you confidently say that social media has completely changed your life? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. My life, my family's life, my husband's life, our future generation, like. For sure. Well, yeah. And I, I wonder, I'm like, if I just stopped posting and I just like never posted again. Yeah. Like people s- still know who I am, which no. is scary. Like, I'm like, I can't. Just turn it off. Like, doesn't, doesn't I can, turn- but at the same time, I'm like, I go to the grocery store and, and people like, it's, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know how this is going to affect my... I know it will affect my... It has affected my children. Good and bad. Yeah. It's affected me good and bad. Like, it's been a freaking... I jumped on a roller coaster, and we've just been riding the roller coaster. Does it... When you say that it affects your kids, does it make you want to not show your kids? Both. All the things. Because how do they feel about it? So, that's a good question. Because when we started, they were... Little, like they, I don't think Helen knows life without this, like this form of living. Yeah. And Aspen and Taggart are just so awesome. They're all so awesome. And I, if they are uncomfortable and especially as they get older, they're like, don't show that or don't post that. And if I am talking with them, I'm like, can we share this or are you comfortable? Or I'll film it and be like, hey, did you like that? Just like anybody else. And they're like, no, I didn't. Or they'll be like, can we refilm that? <laughs> no, they they rarely do yeah. that. Unless it's like an ad that we want to be in yeah, or something. Yeah. And they're like, I want I to like make sure my hair is behind my ear. Not really. No, they've maybe done that once. But like they, I think they recognize the, okay, okay. Because I'm the same on and off air, I think it's actually super helpful and healthy for them to see that. Yeah. I'm showing them that they can show up on social media who who they really are. Yeah. I love that. And when I get haters, we talk about that. Because you get haters at school. Like, There's I have learned yeah. that it's not good to shelter your children from everything. It's good to be right there next to them and go through it with them. And help them as much as you can and love them. But taking that away from them is just detrimental to their progression. No, I agree. Do you feel any sense of regret for anything you've ever posted about them before they were older? No. 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 When I had... Okay, I I should say this. I am way more aware now... And I've grown up. So like before I had a huge following, like yeah. I showed Helen in a diaper or like right. ripping her diaper off, running around the house naked. Right. And now you wouldn't. I would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. But like it was my cousins and my family. Yeah. And it like was. It girls. Was and I know different. I knew every single person. So like. It's different. But never. Never. And it's interesting. Again, with the spirit, like every anytime I post anything that's like somewhat. It feels off. I, I like know and I delete it really immediately or people that like follow me like some people will follow me and I'll be like no and you block them yeah I block a lot of people too. I, I don't block a ton of people but I, I like it will happen 
or like they'll message you. I guess I guess I do block people, but it's only like those random. See, no, anytime I get like, a man, a random man blocked. Yeah, I'm like, you don't need to be following yeah. me. Yeah, no, I don't want you in my algorithm. I don't want you in my <laughs> you no. out. No, I want my numbers to be 99% women, 1% man. Yeah, if that. Yeah, that's if that. Too. So it has changed your life and your kids. It's going to change your yeah. kids' lives. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Just been amazing. You've done some incredible. You've had incredible opportunities, incredible things. Yeah. Um, you did like a mystery, murder mystery dating <laughs> so show. Fun. Like, have you? I've tried to be a matchmaker and I've yes. failed. Failed like, miserably. Have you ever been in like television or acting? Because it feels like it comes really naturally to That's you. It's really sweet. Okay. So I did a project. I, w- I wish that it had launched so we could talk about it. Me too. I can't talk about it. But, okay. um, I mean, I, okay. So, I, okay. I don't know what I can say. Is it so going to happen? Say, yes. Okay. But I was approached. So my talent manager, Is it when Kara, you went to New York? She's amazing. Yes. Okay. So a, like two years ago, my talent manager offered Ammon and I a job with a lube company that is very world-renowned. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Big company, right? And it was a, it was kind of like a, four part series thing and we were one of the couples and we had a whole thing we filmed in Malibu sex tape amazing (laughs) yes amazing we filmed the whole thing we got paid but it never aired really yeah the company never aired it which is so weird anyway I don't know if I'm like yeah, no, they don't even you didn't say their name nobody knows who you're even talking about so like for them to have that budget and then not even air it that's crazy it's crazy yeah so that happened and so I got to meet a lot of people on the Vox media team okay and like we just clicked we vibed it was amazing so this new project came up and they were like we want Abby to be like in it in this yeah and it was like it's it's like a rom-com oh I'm so excited it's so good it's a docu-series and it's coming out either this month or next month Oh, that's good. It's be so good. It's good. Can you say what platform it'll be on or no? I don't know. Okay. I think they're bidding it to like a bunch oh, of different. Oh, to see who will take it. Yeah. Oh, that's Just crazy. So exciting. I know. Is that crazy? Because I was. I think it'll be on pop. I can't say. Well, because I I saw you in New York. I'm like, what is she doing there? Like, yeah, I was filming because you yeah. were like saying you were filming something. But I'm like, what is she yeah, filming exactly? So, fun. so has that ever been like a dream of yours when you were little to like no. be in movies or to be no. famous or any of those things? <laughs> no, no. I like I no no no. Remember, I want to be a hobbit in my house. <laughs> I want to be married with my kids. And now you're in rom coms, Abby. <laughs> what is going on rom-coms and lube commercials oh yeah really low oh my gosh yeah that was such a fun project i think it's gonna keep going that's exciting if it if it goes well i hope it goes well and we can just keep going with it it's so good it's so fun it's so random i love it i love it you not only have you had the coolest experiences and opportunities you've also had the craziest things happen to you (laughs) Like everyone's like, you can't like make a reality show. No, I know. Like, and I'm like, I don't know. It's just happening. Know. Was your it's life always like, like this, even before social media? I don't know. Like, honestly, I'm it? like, I don't know. 
Like, because I did, I lived, I've lived, I literally lived in Ukraine. I lived in Zambia, Africa. I lived in Washington, D.C. I lived in Jackson. Like, I, I like, you blend. I lived in Argentina. Like, I have done, is this just like, is this who I am? Yeah. You're just, I just am it. crazy. I'm just always like, and things just happen. Animals, to always. Animals love you? Just like, yeah, but like in a, in a sexual way. <laughs> no. The way you made that face. No, in a weird, in the weird, like. Like they speak to you. Th- no. Okay. No, they just always show up. Oh, like. In my life. Okay. In the weirdest ways. Like animals. One day, We're talking yeah, about animals. One day, okay. it's my birthday, 2020, maybe 2019. Okay. Honestly. No, probably 2018. Okay. Me and Ammon living at his parents' house because we're building a house, like we're fixing up a house. We wake up in the middle of the night to a... And I'm like, what the... F-? I'm like, what is in this room? Our door is shut too. And I'm like waking Ammon up and I'm like, what the F is under our bed? A freaking stray cat. Just under your bed. A feral cat is under our freaking bed. And Ammon's like, it's fine. Just like, and I'm like, get him out of this room. And he's like, he's I'm not getting it. He didn't. We just went back to bed. <laughs> Did you adopt the cat? No, sure. Ammon left for work in the morning. And I'm like, you got to get the cat. He's like, it's too far under the bed. Oh. So then I have to go get my father-in-law and he gets a broom and he's like shooing the the cat out? feral cat out of the house are you not an animal person i i don't know it's not you have a dog not. i have a dog like i like animals but like birds will fly into my house multiple times like like probably 25 times in my life a bird has flown into my home and i have to grab the bird and throw it out the birds window. are like good juju though is it that's what i've heard because i have very weird instances with birds I don't know what it is. Not feral cats, but birds. Oh, we tore down like same house that we were redoing. Yeah. There was like animal corpses in the walls. In the the walls? In the walls. In between the drywall. So what does that mean? Stuff. That's crazy. I think that a cat somehow got in an attic. Gave birth to the babies and the babies like slid <gasps> down. No, that's awful. But like, wouldn't you like hear that? No, that's awful. Anyway. Um, the most crazy thing that happened to you that was recently weird. though yeah, is like sorry. That was a weird tangent and you know that was a, all that was that a, no, I don't edit, so <laughs> this is just all going up. Okay, ready. I'll edit if like something crazy happens. Oh, okay. But like Wow. I don't edit. The Good. when I well when I first started the podcast I didn't have Carly to help me or teach me anything didn't know how to work a laptop never Carly. went to college, and so I everything Where was did, in one take, everything was one take I didn't know what I was doing and you're like sorry if you mess up but like yeah, yeah good yeah no that was life that was my life I would read my ads, in front of them good like good don't know what I was doing don't I've I've you were doing it right there's been a lot of uh. You hit a million downloads. I know that. How was really does that cool. feel? That was really cool. It was really cool. What'd you do to celebrate? Were I, you like watching it? Oh yeah. The minute it, minute it happened, I was like, I'm posting, telling everybody, I hit a million downloads. It was so cool. It was. It's I don't still even crazy know to think what about. a million downloads means. 
a lot of people don't. What and does it mean? And I don't think that's the thing. I don't think it holds any like gravity or anything like. But a million of anything is like that's a yeah. A million grains of sand, maybe not so much, but like but like a million of anything is a lot. That's a that's and a I lot. And I think the people who understand how crazy that is are people who are in podcasting yeah. and know like the numbers and how hard it is, especially as somebody who doesn't have a following. Like I started Weekly Trash. As a mom, yeah, it was a brand new page. My personal page had yeah. six hundred followers. Look, look at this. And starting from scratch over here. You know, I said six hundred because you had six hundred. It probably wasn't six hundred. It's probably like seven hundred and eighty, okay. maybe four hundred and twenty. Great. Who knows? It wasn't knows? six. It wasn't exactly six hundred. Great. Um, but yeah, and so a million for me is like, what? That's crazy. That's crazy. Is it a million subscribers? A million listens? A million, a million downloads. So that means that they followed the show and, and they've downloaded. listened to the episode. And like listens are different. I hit a million listens within my like first year because listens, it doesn't matter if it's two seconds or the oh. whole episode. Okay. Well, I so, mean, I think that's still pretty cool. No, it is very cool. It's okay. very cool. So the million you. downloads done. Done. Dude. Now 10 million is the next goal. I know. Isn't that funny though? It's never enough. Never enough. Never, Never enough. enough. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength. It's so. This is a trap, though. I will say, this is a trap. Yes. Why? Just celebrate and be happy with the oh, million. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that in personal trash. Is my okay? Good. My mental beat and everything. Um, but you, your house caught on fire. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Like talking about crazy things Dude, that happened to you. Craziest. So, okay. Cause you, have you ever been in a fire? No, neither had I. Thank goodness. And the whole, do you know what I thought? Very first stop. This is us. Roll. Oh, I, I would have thought of the, this is us movie with the crock pot. Did you ever watch that show? I did, but then I stopped. It lit on fire. It turned to but stop, like, drop and roll. That I was, was like, stop, drop and roll. <laughs> Don't get out of the house. Stop, drop. And roll. Legit. Okay. So we're building a, we're, yes, we're building our house. Because you were in honestly dream. Because you had you had a house before. What was that house that you lived in when you were Carol? It was up in Mill Creek. Because it looked like yes. a gaudy mansion. It was Mill Creek. Okay, loved okay. it. Okay, and then you like, left that. So we sold our house in Mill Creek. Okay, and we were like, we're gonna go do fit, like homestead. Yeah, homestead. Yeah. We're going to go live on the prairie. And you were like looking at- Little like, house on the prairie. You were looking at like random properties. All and, over the place. Yeah. From Kansas to like yeah, Montana. Were, we went everywhere. So my parents, okay, my parents have an acre of land that they built their house on and they love it. Their neighbor passed away and they bought her property. Gotcha. So they have two acres right next to each other. In Park City? Nope. In Holiday, where, Holiday, where okay. I live. Okay. Murray. Okay. Um, And so- they were like, you can move in. This all happened within like a week. We were like, we're going to sell. And she passed away. They bought her property and we moved in like a week later. Just bam, bam, bam. Boom. Meant to be. Yeah. Spiritual manifestation. Yeah. So they're like, you can rent from us while you're searching for your property, but we will never sell to you. That's what your parents said. Yes. Like, and okay. we were like, yeah. <laughs> Fine. I don't, Fine. I don't want to. They were anyways. like, we don't want to deal with family drama we don't want to live next to you because what if we hate each other like this could be so bad yeah and from both sides it wasn't just my parents it was me being like i don't want to live right next to you because like living with your parents is not fun yeah so we moved into that little house so cute so cute two three bedroom 
three bedrooms, two bathrooms, three little kids. little rambler, but small yeah house. Um, nineties, dark, scary, whatever. But we didn't care because that was never going to be. It was made very clear that we would never live there. Yeah. So we're out and about. We're looking at houses. We're looking at all the things. We're trying to buy acreage. We want to be our own little little house yeah. on the prairie. And were you going to buy cows and stuff? Yeah. Like we wanted livestock. We wanted you wanted, just, to, you just wanted honestly, to be ballerina farms. Um. No. Not that extent. Not no. Okay. But but like one cow. Okay. Maybe two. Like maybe the food nanny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Which, by the way, I, I love Hannah and I love Lizzie so much. I love them both, like, too. They're... Come on the pod. <laughs> I love them. Get over here. Get over here right now. Um, but more just, and, and I think it came from wanting to live as a hobbit, but also just wanting to be self-sufficient. Yeah. There was a, do you remember when there was the earthquake in Utah? Yes. It, it was on like, March 18th. It altered it was my, my sister's birthday. It, it altered my life. Yeah. Like, literally, I was like, Jesus is coming. Life's happened. It's We're going all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Get your food storage. Yeah. Yeah. I started selling food storage. I was like, I am not prepared oh, for yeah. anything. Oh, so that's happening. not even like Jesus is coming, but just like a flood. Yeah. Power and, outage. And um, 2020 was scary. Scary. Like it was just a very, I think it was a crazy time for everybody. Because that was March 18th, 2020. Yes. Yeah. It was. And so it was like, there's no toilet paper. There's earthquakes (laughs) happening. I don't even know where my shoes are. Like Like, we're we're dying. So I was like, we got to get out of Dodge. Like we got to go. And, and it, it's always been a dream. Like I literally want to be a hobbit. Okay. I know I've said that 500 times, but you literally want to be be like Abby the hobbit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a new title. Okay. But it's not a sweat, tears. What was it? Blood, sweat, tears, and semen. (laughs) anyway so i uh we like really i i like that i'm actually very introverted and i if i could needlepoint or cross stitch i learned that they're not the same thing if i could listen to books on tape and cross stitch and drink tea all day long and make really good food for my family from my garden you're happy lottery like what could be better? I, I can think of a lot of things, but for you, that's <laughs> for me, my dream. Yeah. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to do anything. I just want to not do anything. Yeah, gosh, yeah. Love it. it sounds so like morbid or sad. I don't know. But Maybe that's, that's like your happy place. Yeah, it is. And I feel a lot of peace in that. And so we really, we literally looked all over the place and. We just weren't finding what we wanted. And then we found one acre of land in Murray that we like loved. loved. And there was a stream that was going through it, like a river, a fresh spring. Oh. It had a fresh spring and a river. And Double it was on whammy. an acre. And Triple it was on whammy. An acre. Yeah. And I was like, we are putting an offer. An offer in this house. It was a really crappy house, but like the land is what oh, we care valuable. about. Yeah. And my parents were like, it had been a year at this point. And my parents were like, you're, you're, you're buying an acre of land in Murray? Uh, yeah. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, well, no, you're buying ours. Like, you're, like, you're going to live here. And we're like, 
okay. Oh, you're playing hard to get. They were playing hard to get with you. They oh, and I think it had been a year, and it was glorious living next to them. Yeah, and they loved it, and we loved it, and it was just so good. And I think that was their biggest fear. And then they went and talked to all of my siblings, and they were like, "How would you feel if we sold this to Abby?" And they were all like, "Oh my gosh, give it to her. We yeah. love her." I don't know. I was. We like, love her. We love her. We want her to be happy. And they're all, yeah. you know, they're all established, yeah. and they all have their homes and. Um, you know, they were just so happy and they're like, yeah, like go for it. This is, I love my family. I'm going to cry. I love them. There's tissues. But they all were just so like, we don't, there's no drama here. We don't care. Give it to her. And which they were all like, you should give it to her. Just give it. And I was like, no, we're buying it. I'm like, I mean, yeah. No, but they, they sold it to, (laughs) (laughs) they sold it to us for a really good price, but also like, it was not given to them. Like, <laughs> like, got, we had to buy it. You got a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Anyway, so we bought the house. We had saved for so long. We Okay, this is something that like I don't think people understand. We flipped three houses before we even set, like, set out to find our land. Oh, my gosh. So like we had worked our little butts yeah. off, like building equity, yes. working our butts off. We We – put in the work. We flipped the houses. We laid, I was laying floor nine months pregnant with Helen in Michigan in our home. Like we were, we put the drywall in our house in West Valley. We like worked our little butts off and we like, it you wasn't just work. Yes. And I think people are like, you're just an influencer. And I'm like, no, I have wanted this. Like, let me so have it. Long. I've worked, we have house. worked so hard yeah. so long for so many years this yeah. is not like it's not just this is big. my hobbit hole yeah. let me let you have it do it so you had to move into like a so then we oh yeah i'm like t- this has all the fire i'm sorry this, i'll go no, fast no, you're good you're good so then we moved in so uh they tore the they tore down yeah, yeah yeah and then our rebuilding so we had to move into an apartment complex which is just down the street lived there it was fine it was great but the fence had never been cleaned in like nine or ten years. And you were renting it. We were renting it. So and the- I was like, I'm sorry, but like I will clean the ceiling fan and within a week it will be so bad that like we're dying. You need to come and clean the vents. Really? So for like four months, I'm like, you need to come clean the vents. We only live there for like eight months. Anyway, the guy finally comes on the 27th of December. So we had just... Like Christmas was still yeah. out. We were in our pajamas. I was needle pointing on the couch in my robe. You were chilling. I was chilling. He walks in. He's like, let me like clean your vents. Within like one minute, he knocks something and the gas line that is right in front of the furnace like breaks off and the furnace just like sucks the gas in and lights the whole thing on fire. Oh my God. I was like, do you have any like baking soda or flour? And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like listening to my book on tape and I'm like, what? He's like, I need, there's a fire. And I'm like, what? So I like run to the kitchen and I'm like, holy shiz. So I like go grab a bag of flour, which flour is flammable. Do not use flour. Yeah. Why? What? what? It's baking soda. Okay. Anyway, not flour. (laughs) You got your, I'm like, I have like my hand and I'm like, what is it? Throwing the co- flour. It's it, like me. The, the yeah. Cannot flour. The, it was just 
Yeah, the Kamut flower. <laughs> no, it's too expensive. Like, no, I wouldn't flowers. have sacrificed that. I'm like <sighs> throwing flour on these huge gas line flames. And I'm like, he's like, it's not coming out. And I'm like, uh. So I run upstairs. I get the kid. I'm like, kids, get out of the house. Our house is on fire. Get out of the house. And they're like, and I'm like, this is not a joke. Get out of the house. So they run out. Helen grabbed two left shoes. Not matching. I'm in my robe. Ammon's on the toilet pooping. And I'm like, get off the toilet. <laughs> the world ends when a man poops. He's like, in a minute. He literally is like, it'll be just. And I'm like, get off I have night. time. I oh. have time before the house explodes. He comes downstairs. He's like, it's not that big of a deal. And then he sees it. And he starts. He's like, oh, my gosh. And he like, we run out the back door. He runs out the front door. And I'm like. It's coming to me like what is actually happening. You know when stuff happens and you're just like. It's shocking. Yeah. Like I don't know what I'm doing. People are on Reddit being like, why did she pull her phone out? And I'm like, because I wanted to film the freaking fire. Have you met me? Have you? Do you know who I am? You you follow me, right? Like (laughs) I like film the fire and then I'm like, so then I get the kids out. I had already gotten the kids out of the house. Then I went back in and I'm like. Maybe we can, maybe I'm overreacting. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna. Do I call 911? 911 yeah. for emergencies. No, I know. Exactly. I'm like, should I call 911? Like, literally in my mind, I'm like, should I but do that? But the thrill you get when you call 911 oh, for the first time. It was the best. I've done it one time. It's like been it my was, dream. Okay, what? What? I, what so, did you call for? Well, I called because uh, somebody came to my house that was, I actually, I've never really like shared the details, but I guess it's been long enough now. So, uh, I had somebody on my show that talked about an abusive ex and their abusive ex showed up at my house, found my address and, did what? and showed up and waited for me and then left a letter. And he has like a huge criminal record. And so I called my lawyer and my lawyer was like, call the police immediately. That's like 911. Yeah. Police. Like 911. And I was like, I've been waiting my whole life to do this. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, oh, it was thrilling. <laughs> well, and then my husband was like, you know, you didn't need to call like 911 for this emergency. And I'm right. like, no, no. It was my lawyer. He said 911. I called 911. I called 911. Never have I ever until I just did. But yeah, I, I, so I got out of the house and I'm like, I should probably call 911. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, time. it's a gas fire. It's like coming to my mind now. And I'm like, it's a gas fire. It's like a gas fire. Here and is- then I'm like, run. I'm like telling the kids to run down to the dumpsters, like far away. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to explode. Our house should explode. And it. Sh- so then I go, I call 911 and I'm like, my house is on fire, a gas line. And they were, they sent, this is really sweet. We're like in the middle of Murray yeah, holiday yeah. area. And there are five, four or five. Oh, <laughs> fire, fire, oh. Um, fire department. I don't know why I went to retirement. Home. I don't know. I'm just between four old or people five, running out. There are a lot of old people, yeah. but there are four or five fire departments, like yeah. firehouses around and all of them came and it was like immediate. And so um, and I went out the back door with the kids, got them all the way down. I'm calling 911. I'm running around. And the 911 dispatcher was like, you need to get everyone. So the, there's like six houses, six yeah. townhomes in like a block that are all connected. And the gas lines are all connected. Yeah. Right. And she's like, you need to get every single person out. So I am like knocking on door and I'm like, like it's going to blow. I'm like, like it's, it's going to explode at any moment. Like that's, I'm still on the phone yeah. with her because the because 
the the fire department has and it's still on fire like it's not coming off so Ammon I went out the back like I said Ammon went out the front door and he went to the offices like kind of down yeah and he was like there is a fire we need a um fire fire extinguisher yeah and so the guy the maintenance guy there runs and he he was so smart he was like I'm he turned off the the gas main turn off the gas genius but he he had to get a wrench to do it yeah and he couldn't find a wrench so ammon had to like go through our little garage <laughs> like makeshift garage crap like i need finding a wrench. wrench the fire is still going he got the wrench he turned it off meanwhile i'm like getting everybody out and i'm like fire, fire. everyone's like what is happening and um, then um they did use a fire extinguisher and the, I feel like the fire extinguisher and then he turned the gas off and like it just kind of fizzled out. I don't think that it would have gone out without him turning without, the gas off. No, though. I think so too. And so the fire department shows up like right then, like right when the fire goes out and they were like. This could have been bad. Oh, well, so they like went and investigated, right? And the fire marshal came to me and he was like. 30 more seconds and this entire building would have exploded. I was like, oh. I was like, how do you know that? And he was like, these vents are so bad. And it lit in the furnace. The furnace is attached to all the vents. And the vent, we have pictures of the vents. It is so bad that like if that lint would have caught on fire, it would have literally just lit everything and the like all he was like i cannot believe that you guys are alive right now and i was like okay. oh my gosh and then they deemed it unlivable so we couldn't like stay there yeah. i mean it's covered in soot it's yeah everything smells like smoke it was bad and it's christmas all of our christmas presents are out no my taggart had just finished his millennium falcon he he's waited four years for this lego set and he had just finished it. It's actually really sad. <laughs> Did you have to like throw away all your stuff? Like so, what? so then it's like, what do we do? We've been dealing with this. Actually, I haven't even talked about this on my stories, but it's been a nightmare. And we're trying to get insurance to help. And like, it's been a nightmare. And I think they will pull through, but we haven't seen any money. We had to go live at a hotel for a month. So you're back in the townhome now? No. So, okay. So we lived in the townhome. We had the fire. We yeah. moved out into a hotel for yes. a month because the city didn't deem it livable. It was unlivable. Yeah. We couldn't even move back. And they were like, well, you can just move into another apartment. And we're like, with what stuff? Yeah, we have nothing. With my bed that smells like a freaking f- fire fireplace? Yeah. Like, like, what are we going to do? And covered yeah. in crap. So anyway, we, mo- we moved there and we told the builder like, hey, we like, like we need to finish. So there's an apartment above the garage in our new house. We're like, let's just finish that apartment as soon as possible and we'll move in. And he's like, done. So he like took that month and he worked, they worked so hard and they got us. So we got to move into the apartment. That's so nice. Oh, it was so nice. So we live in the apartment right now while the rest of the house is being finished. Well, and that's then, nice because then you get to see everything yeah. happening to the house. And I it was, was so nice to be there when it's yeah. like, oh, well, do you want this for your tile or this yeah. for your grout? And you can just answer and it's great. Yeah. And and I, I don't feel a rush. Yeah. I feel in no rush. Like I feel like we are living in our home right now and there's no rush to finish. I'm sure that will come with time. Right. But also I'm like, we're here. We're here. Yeah. We're here. 
we made it <laughs> we made it alive no fire we made it and yeah crazy. so that was the fire i know that's crazy crazy that's crazy, crazy. Okay, the last crazy thing I want to okay. talk to you about yes. before we take out trash and talk about our week and all the things. Okay. Um, your hearing. So Wait, last four months of my life have been No, insane. like it's been one thing after the other. I know. One thing after the other. Had you always had hearing loss? Because if I remember right, I swear you had posted about yeah. hearing aids at some so point. Weird. If like your family owns a hearing aid company or no. something. What, where am I getting this okay, weird so, memory from? Okay, my whole life, I think that I got hearing loss when I was young. I think I had like tubes. I had tons of ear infections and like, I just think I've always not been able to hear in my left ear very well. The one that you flipped the the headphone on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'll, I, and I really noticed when I was married because this is so funny, but like when you put your head on a pillow yeah, and somebody's talking to you and then I'd put my head on this side of the pillow and it'd always be louder in my right ear. And I'm like, Interesting. Well, I was like, I think I have wax in my ear. I need to go to the ear doctor to like clean that earwax out so I can hear better in this ear. So I like went to the doctor when it was, this was like right when Helen was born and he was like, you have 20% hearing loss in this ear. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like you should probably get hearing aids. And I was like, what? So, so I moved back to Utah and like this new company called Earlux, they're okay. not new anymore. They were like, Abby, you need hearing aids? And I was like, yes, I actually do need hearing aids. And they were like, we can help you with that. And it is that first blessing right there. Yeah. Like when I was able to hear 100% in both ears, I was like, oh my gosh, like brushing my teeth or like no having my hair wipe along my face and being able to hear that, like just. All those little things that you don't yeah. even think about. Or I went to the movie theater for the first time. And you know when it's like. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, this is what it's like. This is cinematic. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that is like. That's yeah. that. Yeah. Right. That's, that, that's that. October. First week of October. I get sick. I get a cold sore. And I get like just sick. Like I was super. I had a super high fever and a super low like I got super big chills and whatever. Yeah. And um, my right ear just got super clogged up. And it was like, I need to pop my That's ear. That's the worst feeling. You know? Oh, yes. It's the most annoying I thought I thing. burst an eardrum one time and I was terrified. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's I like kept you're underwater. Like it's like you feel like you're yeah. underwater. It's the most miserable You are underwater. Okay. I'm glad feeling. you know. I'm it's glad you miserable. know what it f- sounds like. Yeah. It's, it's just like a vacant. Yes. Loss. Yes. It's just like a loss. It's just like. It's awful. It's annoying. It's so annoying. So I kept being like, I need to pop my ear. Yep. I need to pop my ear and it won't pop. And I was going to go to New York and film the the last week in October. Oh. So the first week of October, I'm like, dude, my freaking ear. And so I like call my, my doctor and I'm like, hey, like I'm sick. My ears are clogged. And I got like kind of like. um what is it where you're super dizzy like like your vertigo vertigo and he was like here get on these pills like you'll be fine everything's fine your ear's gonna pop blah 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 so I like start taking the antibiotic and I get all better except my ear will not pop and this is on a Thursday and I leave on Monday and I'm like I just have to get the freaking thing popped I was about to put a needle and just pop it myself 
I can't. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> let's not do that. Like intrusive thoughts. Yeah, we're truly. Just- so I call an ENT and they were like, we can actually get you in this afternoon. And I was like, really? Like a, a specialist? Yeah. And Danny's, they're like, yeah, come on in. We'll give you a hearing test and we'll get your ear popped. Because I was like, I'm leaving on Monday. So yeah. like, I'd really like this because I cannot hear. Yeah. So I go in. Luckily, Ammon came with me. Luckily. I go in. She's giving me a hearing test. And when I'm in the hearing test, I was like, what if I, like, what if this is more than just, like, my ear needing to be popped? Yeah. Because she was pretty, like, extensive. And I've had multiple hearing tests before, so I, I know what to expect. Yeah. And she kept testing. And I was like, this is not, like, normal. like something's off. So we get out and the f- this is like the first time where I'm like, oh, like I got worried. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like what if I have, what if this is like my new normal? That'd be, that would suck. So then I go back to the waiting room. He calls me back and he's like, hey. So he calls me back. I'm sitting in the little chair. Ammon's sitting there and he's like, I was like, so can you just like pop my ear? And he's like, your ear's totally fine. Like everything looks good. You're like, you, what? He's like, you have, you have hearing loss. And I was like, what? He was like, you have hearing loss. You have sudden hearing loss. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, it's really random. He, well, I like broke down immediately. I'm sure. I just started bawling and he just kept talking. I'm sure it was really hard for him, but he just kept talking. I have no idea what he said. I mean, I think he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> but me and I am, I am like ugly, crying, hysterical. Boogers running down your face. And Ammon yeah. is just like, what is going on? And the doctor's just talking. And it was just like, tra- it was traumatizing. Yeah. It was really hard to hear that literally and figured. <laughs> way to make light of it it was very difficult and he's like immediately we have to start you on uh an oral um steroid we're gonna do injections uh steroids and we need to get you into the hyperbaric oxygen chamber therapy and i was like i am going to new york on monday and he's like i don't care you're not going like you have to do this therapy or you're gonna like because the time, the time, okay, so it's called sudden hearing loss. Anybody can have it. You can wake up and lose your hearing like that. Did you know that that even existed? No, that's terrifying. No. The sudden vision loss. You can just wake no. up blind. No. Yes. No. Oh, my And there's gosh. no rhyme or reason. There's no explanation. It just happens. I'm like, oh, wow. what? So, no. yeah, so he's like, it sucks. Nobody knows why. There's no... No one has figured out why this happens to people. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. 2024. So then I'm like, how many people? And he's like, I I diagnose probably one person a year with with this. With sudden hearing loss. With sudden hearing loss. And I was like, what the freak? No, that's crazy. So, yeah. And a lot of people get it and they just think that it's their ear needing to be popped or something. And then they just, like, don't ever see or whatever. Anyway, so I got the sudden hearing loss. 
I went to the hyperbaric chamber. They were able to get you in because I, oh, I remember you being like, was, there's no way I'm going to get in. No. So it's like a time crunch. So the, so the minute that you have your hearing loss or your vision loss or whatever, sudden whatever loss, it's like a massive emergency against time. So the sooner you can get into the hyperbaric and the sooner you can start treatment, like the, the higher chances of your... Because you can't get it back, but no. you can stop. You can stop it, but you can also try and get it back. Yeah. Oh, Some okay. people get it all the way back. Oh, okay. Which is a mere, it's yeah. literally a modern day miracle. Um, but like the sooner you can get in, like the higher chance of you recovering it are. And what it is, is it's your nerves disconnecting from your ear and your brain. So it's nerves dying off. So it has nothing to do with my ear or my inner ear. It's literally the connection between my ear and my brain. So a hearing aid wouldn't do anything. It does. It still does okay. things. Okay. But it's like it's this treatment is trying to like trigger my nerves to regrow. And it's really hard to regrow your nerves. Like, right? Yeah. People that are like um, like quadriplegic or okay, yeah. like it's hard to regrow that and yeah. to retrain your body and all that. But it is possible. Anyway, so I like get the oral injection or the injection and the oral pill and I start that immediately and then the next day so he called in it's four o'clock on a Thursday he called all the hyperbaric chambers in Utah and he was like we need to get this girl in now the one in Ogden was like we can have her come tomorrow and like start the process in order to get into a hyperbaric chamber you have to have a c uh like a c-tan ct scan no, you have to have you have to have a you have to have a CT scan. You have to have an X-ray. You have to have a it's like a it's like a a KEG. Oh yes, a KEG. Is yeah. it called a KEG? My little boy had to have a KEG. Is it called a KEG? I'm pretty sure it's called a KEG. Okay. If like not, you have to get, will let us know. You have to get your heart tested. You have yes. to get your lungs tested. Like you can't just go into a hyperbaric chamber because you're the pressure is like equal to 45 meters underwater. And if your body can't handle, handle that, that, like it's bad. detrimental. Yeah. So you have to like go through like all these things. So I go up to that hospital within like eight hours. I had all of it done. This normally takes people like weeks. The cardiologist saw me. The x-ray team saw me. The lung guy saw me. The hyperbaric like did all these tests on me. I got my blood draw. Like it literally lined up like boom, 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 boom. And I got in the hyperbaric chamber for the first like the next day on Friday. And I talked to that doctor. I was like, listen, like I'm going to New York on Monday. And he was like, well, do you want to? film this thing or do you want to get your hearing back and I'm like both yeah I was like but this is like a really big thing in my career too yeah. like it wasn't just like a small thing it's like, like oh it's an this. ad for a couple thousand like this is like my livelihood yeah. and like I I know that I'm like I need to do this yeah. and so he called he was like I might have a an ENT in at mm -hmm. NYU and he calls and the guy's like, yeah, I'll totally see her Monday morning when she flies in or Tuesday morning when she flies in because I flew out Monday. So I literally and they got me all set up. They got me like all the things. So I, I go on Monday to my hyperbaric. I get in the plane. 
I go to New York the next morning, 8 a.m. I'm at the ENT at NYU. And I was filming a lot by myself. And I had to go do those injections at NYU by myself every time. It was it was a wild. That's crazy. So where's wild? Where's where's your hearing at right now? So I've I lost 50%. I lost 60% and then I went back up to around 50, 40% in this year. It's not great, but like so are you wearing a hearing aid right now? Yes. In both ears? Yes. Yes. And has that been like hard for you yes. mentally? Yeah. But not. I'm actually really proud of myself. How I handled it. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. I was like, wow, I feel like really courageous and like this really sucks, but I'm like still showing up and I'm still working hard and I'm still like. I think it was really good to go to New York because I could process alone in my hotel room by myself. I feel bad saying this, but like I didn't have to worry about a husband or kids or getting dinner on the table. I could really just like feel feelings. You could mourn it. I could mourn it. I could like really give myself the time to like just accept. Yeah. Even though it was really, really hard. And again, I had to turn to God and just be like, I'm alone and this is hard. Like, will you be with me? And he was. He was there the whole time. I couldn't have done it without my spirits, guides, help. Yeah, no. Yeah, totally. Well, and I feel like it's amazing that you've been able to show it through social media because I'm sure there are people. Since I've posted about it, hundreds of people are like, I have that. And I didn't, I never knew. Yeah. And I'm like, I bet so many more people are just misdiagnosed or just don't get it in time. It's so sad. Well, then I also think people are somewhat embarrassed that they have a hearing aid and they're younger oh it's so, so weird and so for you to Old show people are up, so weird about it i'm like yeah. just go get a hearing aid don't yeah. you want to see don't you want to hear couldn't see would you not go get glasses like yeah don't like, you want to hear like if you're bleeding you put a band-aid on it yes you can't hear you get a hearing aid and so i think hearing is way i would honestly i've learned a lot about hearing it affects your brain in the worst way possible it affects your relationships. It affects your communication. Like it affects so much more than yeah. you think. No, I believe Even it. Helen Keller was like, I would way rather be blind than deaf. No, it probably like even it affects your balance probably. Oh yeah. Like, it's so, well, and your brain, like I think a lot of people that are older and they are losing their hearing and they don't get help with that they start to lose their mind. Like they yeah. go, they get Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's way faster. They like the research and statistics on this are astounding. And like Earlux, shout out to Earlux. Shout out Earlux. I have a code. What is it? I don't know. It's a link actually. Okay. But if you ever go to my page, like go, just go to Earlux and it's a free, you get a free hearing test. They're going to set you up. It's all, you don't have to leave your house. Oh, that's so nice. That's why I liked it. I was like, hey, I don't want to go to a clinic. Yeah, yeah, I'm a hobbit. Yeah. But they do it all like through your phone and it's like amazing. It's, that's they amazing. ship you the hearing aids and you do it all on the phone. It's yeah. so easy. Anyway, I had hearing aids. So because I had them already, they just adjusted which was nice. I could do it in New York. I yeah. called Earlux. I'm like, I need to adjust. To adjust. And they were like, great. Turned it right up. That's amazing. It was a, it was a miracle. I mean, Modern that was a miracle. Incredible. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's the story. And then, so that happened in 
beginning of October, end of October, beginning of November, I'm all in New York. I get home. My son's birthday and my daughter's birthday are that week. The next week, my parents leave to Africa for what? For a mission. They're in Africa right now. As mission presidents or just mission? Just mission. They were like, send us to like the hardest mission ever for a year. We'll do it. Love it. Sierra Leone. Um, They're loving it. And then it was like Christmas and then our house was on fire. And then we lived in a hotel and now we're finally like. Can breathe. Yeah. It's been nuts. Well, thanks for sharing it with us all. I know. Like, I thanks for letting it be it on like, Instagram. That's and the update of my life. Because it's oh as hard as it is for you. Yeah. It's entertaining for us. Yeah, I know. I, exactly. I would want to watch somebody like, go through that. It's just one thing after the other, It's Abby. just like nuts. Hopefully now, though, you get like a nice break. So nice. And now you can go to Argentina. Everyone's like, you look so like good recently. I'm like, yeah. So I'm not miserable. My house is in total <laughs> My hearing there's, like is kind of under control. Like there's yeah. a lot of good things happening right yeah, now. Yeah, good. Not very many bad. We things. got we got through the hard. I'm so glad. Yeah, me too. Well, that was a good dumpster deep dive. I feel like I love we you. Went. That was so deep. But now we have to hurry and take out trash. Okay, do it. So what happened this it. week? Any exciting news this week or any bad things this week? <sighs> Personal trash is brought to you by Spearmint Love. Spearmint Love is an online baby and kid store with so many products between footies, rompers, knit hats, pacifiers, graphic tees, and quite literally any other baby essential. It is my go-to website for getting all the goods for my kids. They also have big kid stuff too, so you can do matching outfits between your babies and your kiddos. I love getting stuff for special holidays, whether it's Valentine's, Christmas, Halloween, Easter, really any special occasion, Spearmint Love is where I go. It has a fresh and modern take on the baby space while also carrying all the baby classics that you know and love. And they're also known for their best-selling organic waffle collection that Banks wears 24-7. The prints are always so unique and so fun, and the quality is incredible and also comfortable. And the shipping is extremely fast. So if you are looking for some new baby essentials or kiddo essentials, whether it's clothes or products... You have to go to spearmintlove.com and use code WEEKLYTRASH for an exclusive 25% off for podcast listeners only. Again, that's weeklytrash at spearmintlove.com. That we need to take out, talk I'm like, about. What happened this week? Nothing. Dang it, I should have come more prepared. Give me five yeah, seconds. Yeah, what? The, I can, I'll share mine really quick. Hey, yeah, Just so you quick, share. I had a mental B last night, so I deleted hey, yeah. Instagram Let's for the day. Let's talk about you. Deleted Instagram for the day, so I haven't been on Instagram all day today, but it's been hard because I, I didn't delete the app. I just like stopped going on it. Yes. But I keep like mes- muscle memory going to Instagram, and I'm like, no, Josie, don't go on Instagram. Yeah, no. But I just needed a break because I'm addicted. I'm addicted to Instagram, and I always say like comparison is a thief of, thief of joy. Yes. I came up with that. It's all my... <laughs> Yes. I say it all the time. I That's came up good with one. it. I it's came up with one. it for sure. Uh, but it is so true. And I just got in a really dark place last night. I was comparing myself to someone and I got really sad. And I think it doesn't help when the person you compare yourself to, you know that they don't like you. Yeah. And so it's like, ugh, like it hurts even more. And it's just not yeah, fun and no. not a good place to be in and then you start making up scenarios in your head and you start yeah. thinking about getting it bigger than yeah, it should Yeah, make it bigger be. than what it is and like all of it could have not even been true, but in your head, you're believing it. And 
I just got really sad on myself. And so I deleted Instagram for the day in my head. I didn't actually delete the app, like I said, but it's actually been really nice today to not be on Instagram at all. Like yeah. I've been much more yeah. productive. We all need a little. And it showed me though, how addicted I am. And it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. You should do it I, once a week. Maybe. I, well, at first I was going to do it on Sundays, yeah. but Sunday is when I announce guests and it's the best time to announce guests because people are mostly on their phones on Sunday Exactly. It's Sunday like, is the, it's the like time. the number one time. So then I was like, oh, I can't not do Sundays. So yeah. now I'm thinking maybe Saturdays. Yeah. But I definitely need to give myself one day a week where there's no social media yeah. because like you were saying. When or like cutoff times. Yes. Because like yeah. you were talking about how when you first got into social media and influencing, you felt like you were neglecting your kids. Oh, And that's yeah. how I feel. I feel this insane amount of mom guilt. And even though I'm with my kids a lot, I'm not with them 24 seven. And I used to be with them 24 seven. And so it's this feeling of just feeling like I'm not a good mom, even though I'm, I'm a good mom when I'm with them. It's just, I'm not with them as much. Yeah. So I'm trying to like navigate that and just stop. I usually don't compare myself. I've been gotten really good at like tuning things out and like unfollowing people that like make me feel bad about myself or yeah. muting people who I compare myself to. But last night it just got to me and I was just... I was in my feels. I was in my feels. But yeah. I think crying, letting it out, yeah, it's good for the soul. You need to like do it every once so in a while. Good. Yes, so, absolutely. So that was my trash. And then I watched The Bachelor. Do you watch The Bachelor? No. That's I have surprising. Before. I have before. You need I to watch. Narrate. This season's good. One Is of, it good? One of the front runners, Daisy, has a, uh, I'm going to butcher this, in, in color implant. Um, oh, cochlear. Cochlear implant. Yeah. Yes. She has hearing loss. <gasps> cochlear implant. Um, and then I just started love is blind, Okay, which everyone is dying over this season. So I just started that. So I'll, and everyone's like, we need your hot take. Everyone has in like four people, but, um, I will give my hot take. So just be prepared. I'm only on episode one, but the more we get in, I will give my hot take. Good. So that's my trash. I love it. Okay. So my, it was Valentine's and my husband's birthday. When is his birthday? On Valentine's Day? 15th. The 15th. So oh, the next okay. day. Okay. I know. Okay. Um, we went to dinner at Do you guys Frank's. go all out for Valentine's Day? No. Franks. Carly, does your okay. husband's family own that place? Her last name's Frank. Oh. Uh, it's bougie. Is it? Where's it at? It's right by Tuscany. Okay. Bougie, I'll bougie. Try it. it was a five-course meal. Oh, no. five-course meal. Okay. I don't know what it is. Okay. Like, there was steak, but... Is it like French? <sighs> I don't know. Cause you love to yeah, cook. Yeah, you love good French. food. It was French food. Okay. Well, Tuscany is more French. This was more like fusion of something. Okay, it was good. Bronx. Um, it was a five course meal. It was amazing. It was so good. Sounds delicious. Um, Which course was the best? I don't know. The second one. Second one. It's, it's usually like the third one because the third one's always the big one. I know. It was good. Um, we have two babies born in November. So this week is literally ovulation like the day. Ov- yeah, and yeah. I ovulated on Valentine's Day. Do you so, are you on birth control or what do you or do you guys no, what do you do? We haven't protected for since Helen. Do you want more kids? That's a good question. I don't know like if I got pregnant, we would welcome a baby. Of course. But we also feel whole and complete. Like we're so happy. Yeah. I'm not like longing or like thinking about it all the time. It's not consuming because I I was infertile. Like I had infertility issues before Aspen. And yeah. Anyway, 
So it's not a, it's the door's not closed, but it's not open. Yeah. But I'm also like, I don't want to be like my mom having babies at 45. 45. So I'm like, at what point do we like, yeah. at what point would we not welcome? Yeah. What point are we, are we, so I don't know. We talk about it all the time. Like we, we have talked about Amon getting a vasectomy yes. and it's so weird. Cause every time he goes to do it, it's just kind of like, you don't need to do this. Yeah. So then he's like, I don't know. No, so I don't it's know. the vasectomy is scary because it's so permanent. Yeah. Well, you can reverse it, you but it's really it. hard. But I talked to a lady on the airplane and her, she had to adopt her son because her husband couldn't reverse his vasectomy. Yeah. Wow. She was like, don't believe them. You yeah, can't reverse it. And I was it. like, oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I think, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We're kind of like. But no sex on Russian Valentine's roulette. Day. Russian roulette. Well, yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> blood sweat tears but and semen, it's been, baby yeah literally yeah it's been seven oh, seven years seven years and no eight s- years almost Helen's no. turning eight this year so it's like uh, eight years of not protecting this so far so good yeah. wouldn't that be nice not having like yeah wouldn't it be nice to just tell yourself when you want to be pregnant and it just happens yeah the ivf industry would cry they'd be like oh, no my God. yeah if we could just predict and plan our pregnancies yeah, just and just like, like boom, infertility wasn't a thing. You like just, putting whatever. rolls in the oven. Yeah, like just oh, like I want rolls. I'm hungry. I want. I'm gonna get food. I yeah. want to be pregnant. I'm pregnant. Did you have fertility issues? No, I had a I had a miscarriage, which is kind of what made me do the podcast because I got pregnant really easy with my first two, and then I had a miscarriage, and then after that miscarriage, it took me exactly a year to get pregnant again, and. It sucked. Yeah, negative pregnancy tests are just, just taking one over and over again. Slaps in but the then face, I got yeah. to a point where I was like, wait, I kind of like my life with two kids. Like, we don't need to be pregnant. It's yeah. fine. And then I got pregnant. Yeah. And then I was crying because I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And yeah, I'm like, well, what'd yeah. you expect? You were having sex. Like, yeah. So we're kind of there where it's like, I mean, if it happens, it, it happens. happens. It happens. But like, we're so, like, the more time that passes, the more I'm like, don't need another one yeah yeah we're fine yeah for those who can't hear her whispering she said we're good we're good we're good we're good ASMR um any other trash you want to take out before we do trash topic can I don't know no we don't have anything don't need trash let's yeah pull one out of there see what you get trash topic can is sponsored by dime beauty dime's mission is to create luxurious skincare and beauty products that are clean effective and affordable they have everything you need to give yourself glowing, clear, healthy skin. I've used Dime for over five years, well before I ever got a code from them. And I always get compliments on my skin. And when I tell them it's Dime and they look at the website, some people are shocked that it's not some high-end, extremely expensive skincare line. But it is. Dime is one of the cleanest skincare lines out there and affordable. And they make your skincare routine so simple by offering bundles to help you meet your skin goals. They also have some incredible perfumes that are so clean. So if you're into clean, organic things, this is for you. If you came to my party and you were lucky to get one of the first 50 bags, you also got a perfume sample so you know how good they are. One of my favorites from Dime is their Wonder Screen. I put it on as my first step for my makeup routine because it gives my face like the prettiest hint of color and glow. 
And it's also sunscreen, which is amazing because we're trying to get rid of them dark spots, you know, and nobody wants wrinkles either. So try one of the amazing Dime products today by going to dimebeautyco.com and use code weeklytrash20 for 20% off your order. There are so many amazing products and a great Christmas gift or a good stocking stuffer if you just want to throw in a little something, something. But anyways, I love Dime, love their products, and I will be using them till I die. Dime or die, baby. Trash Topic Can is sponsored by Dreamland Baby. None of my babies have been the best sleepers. With my first baby, Bentley, I tried everything. A friend recommended Dreamland Baby's weighted sleep sack, so out of pure desperation, I ordered it, and I can honestly say out of every sleep sack and swaddle I tried, Dreamland Baby helped me give me the most sleep, and that's all I could ask for. So I was so excited when they gave me a code because I have been using that same sleep sack for over three years with all three of my babies. So it's been through the ringer between spit up, blowouts, multiple wash cycles. It is still kicking. Okay. And I'm so excited to add another one to the rotation. I ordered their dream weighted transition swaddle since Banks is no longer in a swaddle anymore, but still likes to feel snuggled a little bit and he's been loving it. I've been using it for the past three-ish weeks and so far so good. Every time he spits up and I have to put it in the wash and I have to use a different swaddle, I can truly see the difference. It is so crazy how the littlest things can make the difference in sleep and I love it. So if you wanted to try one of the weighted sleep sacks, you can go to dreamlandbabyco.com and use code weeklytrash for an exclusive 15% off your order. Did you like place the one you no, want on she, top? She wrote them out. She wrote new ones and some of the Ooh. new ones are kind of like Biggest cringy. ick about yourself. Okay. Biggest ick about yourself. It used Abby. to be me biting my fingernails. I used to do that too. I got over that. I stopped because I got um, uh, dip. No, this isn't dip. What is this called? Gel. No. Not gel. Freak. Just no. What's it called? Luminary. I got luminary on my nails. Shout oh, out Courtney. Yeah, she has my nails. Um, and that stopped me from biting my nails. I love it. Yeah, I did red aspen nails forever, and it helped me so much. Oh, that would help too. What's the biggest ick? I have so many. Probably me posting on Instagram <laughs> and not caring what people think about me. No, my ick was last night. I posted a crying selfie and I immediately deleted it. Yeah, like, it. Okay. And I was like, no, I hate this about me. I know. Stop. I'll Is just it, do a black screen. But like, I, I, I don't know if that's an ick or not. It's, I think when I start thinking about it, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But it's all fake to me. So I'm like, oh. But also I think when you do it and when I do it, it's fine. But when, <laughs> but when some other people do it, I'm like, Eck. But when I do it, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. Fine. But when like men post like selfies and stuff, I'm like, ick, you don't need Instagram. No. Like get off. Yeah. Get off. No, that's a good ick. But I don't think that's an ick for you. I know. What's an ick? It's your career. You I don't. It. I don't get embarrassed very often. We're Is the, this like the same we're thing? We're the like, same person. I don't get embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed either. Okay. Oh my gosh. I did, however, get embarrassed recently. Doing what? The lollipop. <laughs> lollipop? Okay. So I go to Sweet Tooth Fairy to make these lollipops yeah. and I pick these flavors and they're so good. And they're it's so like, good. honestly, it's so fun. Your flavors. I should be your flavor a combinations flavor. are amazing. I know. I'm like, I this is my calling maybe. But Start a lollipop company. So one of the flavors we want to do is like a, it's called a dirty monkey. It's is a it drink. Is it like peanut butter? No. It's a pina colada with chocolate. Okay. 
and banana in it. And so they have like a chocolate banana sucker and they have a pina colada. So I'm like, he's like, here, just put both suckers in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> these, these lollies are big. They're big boys. They're big. And Megan was gone. So it was just me, Ethan and Johnny. And I am sucking on these two lollipop suckers. <laughs> Big balls in your mouth. Oh, it was. And they're like the perfect size. They're like the exact same size, you know. And I'm just like. And I was like, I could not handle it. I was so embarrassed. Oh it was so bad. Be like, can you guys do this too? Like, can we all well, do it I together? Did. And he did. And he like, he put his whole mouth around yeah, it. Yeah, his mouth Like part there. of my mouths were like still open. And like, it was <laughs> so, no. I haven't been embarrassed for a long time. That got me. I was oh, like, yeah. I can never suck on two lollipops at the same time. No, your ick is the way you suck two lollipops. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> let's this is stupid do another one dude that's do another stupid one. craziest dream you've ever had having sex with frankenstein like a full-blown sex the way dream. you knew I like know. you didn't even take no. a second no sex with einstein frankenstein frankenstein sorry einstein different that's <laughs> a different <laughs> legitimately <sighs> i would prefer frankenstein Craziest. actually though no, yeah, who crazy. would you rather have sex with? I would prefer Frankenstein. I yeah. just had a little freaky. He was, it was the like, craziest Are we dream. talking like green Frankenstein? Yeah. Green. Square head. Square head. But like the real, bolts. you know, like the real, real body. Like a real body and okay. a real. What was the package like on Frankenstein? Frank huge. Einstein? Huge. Terrifyingly huge. <laughs> but the weird thing is like, you know how dreams kind of like fade in and out? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just, I don't remember when, all of it. When was this? this? Probably a couple of years ago. I thought you said just like last night. Just like last night. A couple of years oh, ago. And it stuck. And I, oh my, I was like, where did this come from? Were you pregnant? No. Because pregnancy dreams are my they weirdest are, dreams. Oh, they're the weirdest. Yeah, he was, it was just, he ravished me. <laughs> But I, and I didn't, at first I was not enjoying it because I'm like, you're Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And by the end I was like, we're here. I'm married to Frankenstein now because like, I'm never fine. doing anything with anybody else. Sex dreams are so weird. weird. I think they're the craziest ones because you wake up. I was in love with, with Frankenstein. Frankenstein. When yeah. I woke up, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I no. need to go find my true love. No. I had a sex dream. <laughs> Do you watch Yellowstone? Yes. You know Casey? Yes. I had a sex dream of, of Casey. Done. Done. I'm like, I'm sorry, Done. husband. I'm sorry. But, but like, like, I didn't mean to. You, it was an accident. How do you control your dreams? It was an accident. And in my dream, I kept telling myself, Josie, this isn't your husband. Look at me. No, I know. Like, or like, no, I didn't even in my dream. I was like, you're a single hot mama. that just not mama. Like, you don't have any, like nothing. Like, you have no connection. This is free game. Go. Have sex with him. Yeah. There was no regret. There, It was just like, okay. He's your hall pass. But like, at the first, I was like, what is he doing? Like, he's tr like, what is going on? And like, and then, you're and then it was like, no, that's crazy. That's a crazy one. Mine is my, I have, and it's like a recurring yeah, dream. What it's is a recurring it? dream that I have all the time. Okay. Somebody, I'm in high school and I'm driving my car that I own right now. Okay. It's a, it's like my dream car. I love okay. it. It's a Land Rover Defender. I'm, dri that. I'm driving my car at school. I didn't grow up with money. So I drove to school in real high school. I had a 1999 Ford Explorer. 
and the I had a Ford Explorer. Did you really? And it had a ripped leather seats, no radio. Love it. It was mine was a '94. Okay, so yeah, you were you were right there with you, were right you. in there. And in my dream, these my guy friends every night, every time the the bell rings and it's time to go out to the parking lot, my yeah. car's gone, and I'm like, where is it? Yeah. And I get my little beeper for my key yeah. and I beep it and Keep all of a sudden up. my Land Rover is now a 1999 Ford Explorer. No. And my guy no. friends took the parts of my Land Rover to sell and then put together a Ford Explorer and like sunk, made it so my keys synced up. So then my no. car is now my Ford Explorer. No. And I have that dream all the time. And I'm like, what does that say about What does me? it mean? Does that mean that I'm materialistic and that I have an obsession with my car? Because no. I cry. Like I full on no, am crying. It's something that's like, important to you. No! And these losers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a recurring dream. I have it all the time ever since I got my car. Like at least once a week, I wake up, I'm at Alta High therapy. School, I'm running you around. I'm like, therapy. I'm like, they're going to get my car. Wait, they're going to get my here, car. Who here is a dream expert? Somebody DM has to us. be. I, but like, I, I think I know what it is. I think it's, I am a yeah, materialistic what asshole. What? Because I'm obsessed with my car. I think that's the meaning. I think I need to let go of my love for my car. Okay. I don't want to. I don't know how. Why, why do you feel like you're, why do you feel like because you love your car so much, you're you're materialistic. Is that like the definition of being materialistic? Is you love I material don't know. things? I don't know. Let's get rid of all definitions. I think it's. I think. Well, I think it's also because I grew up with friends that had a lot of money and they always got things that they wanted and I never did. And now that I can buy the things that I want, I have like an attachment mm-hmm. to like materialistic so things. So it's pretty much like your proof that you are capable and strong yes, and amazing. That I can do it. I can buy things. And I'm like, that's not healthy. That's not okay. So maybe I should work on that. No, I think it's completely but healthy. But I also... To think that you you are now capable of, and you've done it yes. and you've made it and you're... But I also love to buy people stuff. That's another thing I need to work on. Is How is that materialistic? I don't know. That's a, you're a gift giver. I'm a gift giver. I do love giving gifts so much. That's a love language. I was talking... I had... Was it Megan? Megan Scala, Megan Hunsaker. She said something on the podcast that stuck with me. And she's like... Money amplifies the person you are. If you're a good person, you become a better person. If you're a bad person, you become a worse person. Like if you're a giver, you want want to be more giving. If you are a saver, you become even more savvy and more cheap. And like it just amplifies. It just amplifies. I don't think that those are negative things. Well, thanks. Don't. don't Like that's my ick too is that I like materialistic things. Okay, what's one more? Are we doing one more? Yeah, why not? I mean, we've talked for long enough. Let's make it over okay. two hours. If you could bring a fictional character to life, who would it be? A fictional character. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> that question was perfect for you. Oh, oh it's perfect for you. Oh my gosh, I'm that was dead. amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm dead. Oh my oh. gosh. I would actually bring Mary Poppins and hire her. <laughs> oh, no, that's genius. You know what I thought of? Is I want to bring... To life, Stitch from Leo and Stitch, oh. and have him as a pet because he seems cute. cute. Yeah, it's kind of random, but oh gosh, that was Frankenstein was a good one though. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious, <laughs> Abby. I love you so love much. You this was so much was fun. Great. You can come back anytime. Thank you. When you start a podcast, you better have me on it. Okay, and we'll hang. Done. We'll hang. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Yeah, make it the best. Make it the best. Do good things. Eat good food. Watch good shows. Get off Instagram or stay on Instagram and just like like all my posts because you. <laughs> <laughs>
because <laughs> you love me. Um, but I love you guys. Have a great night if, or day. I don't know what I'm saying now, but uh, don't yeah. forget to take out your trash. Bye. Bye.